The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. The Kimmer Show podcast. It is five, number 537. As we speak, it's Monday, the 13th of March, 2023, with Pete Davis, sidekick producer and sports raconteur extraordinaire. I assume, holy crap, it's go, uh, sports uh, later on uh, today? Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I was going to do it at midnight this morning. I'm like, nah. Right. I'm glad I waited because a lot of stuff has happened. The Falcons trades and stuff like that. So oh, I didn't hear. Well, we'll talk about the major. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think so. They haven't, haven't got a new. Now, what about getting a quarterback? They got a quarterback. Well, they're going to get another one. They're going to try to. They well, got to get somebody. They better do something. They got a rookie starting, yeah. or a one, a one, two-year guy. So two-year anyway, guy. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Um, uh, best uh, sportscast in and podcast in America. Holy crap! It's sports with P. Davis, the mechanical mangler, flounder at the controls here at El Condo Flounder with Kitty Cat. Although he's running, he's not uh, socializing much with us today. He's just snooping around, and uh, he'll be here. We'll Everybody get some says later. YouTube's working. It's a Mine, mine's well, there you are. Matter. <laughs> matter. Mine uh, we have many surprises. Hold on, we got uh, total topics of things. I actually did watch about six minutes of the Oscars last night, mostly the beginning, and then I did some checking. Uh, and a million other things we'll talk about here, but first. Oh, now Flounder's hey, fixing. Keep okay. Uh, first of all, uh, a couple of quick Venmo thank yous, if you don't mind. Our um, number one single-handed uh, supporter, Denise, is uh, once again uh, showed up with a happy canine Veterans Day. Also, Ken Day. Ken, like a Barbie doll Ken Day? I, I guess, I guess so. so. Or maybe people named Ken. I don't know. Uh, napping Day after Daylight Saving is that Time. Today? Begins. Yeah. Napping day. Now, Denise, I'm sorry to say you wrote after daylight savings time oh, begins. No. There's no S on the end of savings. Savings of what you put in the bank. Denise. Daylight saving is a, is a participial dangling infinitive gerund split uh, participle. Denise <laughs> can call it whatever she feels yes, like. Yes, she can because she single-handedly <laughs> supports us. <laughs> it's also, she says, it's also smart and sexy day. God bless Denise. Well, isn't that sweet? Uh, Lana or Lana uh, I've sent uh, uh, several cheeseburgers also. Thank you, Lana. Uh, and, and by the way, Denise, the other day did another uh, Happy Barbie Day, Get Over It Day, Slam the Scam Day, and World Kidney Day. My God, woman. <laughs> that's you're going way uh, to it. That's fantastic. What are you Thank supposed you. to do for Kidney Day? I don't know. I tap your kidney? I, I, I have no idea. <laughs> eat kidney pie. I maybe don't eat a kidney. I, I have no idea. Um, a couple th- a couple many little uh, goofy things. Uh, Daylight saving time is in effect. Now, uh, do you have any problems over a Sunday night or Saturday night or Sunday? or? No, not really? really. Out in the country, it just all blends together. It's all, is it really dark out there at night? It must be Oh, my God, black. it's so dark out there. But you, I bet you see all the stars. Yeah, you, but the yeah. thing is, we had the third major storm again. Yeah. I mean, the, there's been three major yeah, storms right. in less that's than right. two weeks. Yeah. Unbelievable. And now it's below freezing at night for a while, and then it's in the 50s. It's going to be 27 tonight. Yeah, it, 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 it make, it's a 30-degree difference in the day. And you know why? 30. This is the 30th anniversary. 
Of the the Great Blizzard, the Great of Blizzard, ninety three. Yeah, all right, that's right. And, and it's the and it's the fiftieth uh, anniversary of the Great Ice Storm of seventy uh, three, uh, which I was here for that too. I, I flew in the chopper with Jimmy Carter and, and watched it from above. I remember all that stuff. We were uh, we were out. We literally was living off the chimney in the fireplace for a week and put our food yeah. outside. Yeah, it was that bad. And I remember from a, we were in a chopper looking at it from above. And I was there, a radio reporter up there with Governor Carter, and it looked like a sham. It was just, it was beautiful and scary how much damage it caused because everything was covered. Yeah. I mean, phone poles, trees, mailboxes, car, everything. If it was outside, it, had, it was solid ice. And 30 years ago, it was on a weekend. And I was producing at WGST, yeah. and Jack Candy stumbled in. And we kept, I kept, they were supposed to hit at midnight. It was supposed to hit at three. Yeah. It was supposed to hit at five. And I kept calling Mike Stenifer of the Weather Channel, going, "Where is he? Because it's coming. Just wait. It's coming." <laughs> and you told me it's not coming. It's not coming. And all of a sudden, about six or seven o'clock, yeah. the winds went sideways, yeah. and it came. And poor Jack was stuck. He had to do the auto show, the garden show, yeah. his show, everything for like two days. Had to do the shows. Yeah. And Howard Gunner got in there, and he was stuck, too. There's only like four or five of us that were stuck there yeah. for two days. Couldn't yeah, get I was, I was, I was still married, the final wife, and uh, living up now, Fred, and I guess I didn't. I, I forgot it started on a weekend. I can't remember what happened what? that month. Whether I, I must have come Was that the work. early was that 90s snowstorm? Yeah, 93. Yeah, I was coming back from Daytona. And we really? got cut right. We got caught right in the middle. We were in Valdosta when. Yeah. I mean, it was bad. Yeah, and we nasty. made it home, and I had to stay at my friends for four days because my parents oh. couldn't get to the house because it was yeah. it was just ice. Yeah. We got lucky as hell making it all the way home. Yes, you did. We yeah. were starving. There was, I mean, there, we oh, emptied the vending open. machine. Yeah. So we decided Sunday morning, Taco Mac had opened up the end of Far Road. Uh, so, oh, no kidding. And a few other people had scrambled in there. So there's about 10 of us at this point. And we decided Jack and I are going to walk up. It was about a mile, not even a mile, <coughs> up Far Road. Yeah. And the wind's still blowing and yeah. the, it's still going on. And we're going up the road. We're in the middle of the road. And this, seriously, the, the snow drift is three feet of snow drifts and stuff at this point. Yeah. And we hear this. <laughs> I'm like, can you hear that? And he goes, why? Can you hear there's something, something coming? And over the hill crested a Marta bus. And it was like a train throwing the snow oh, to damn. the side. That's and we a... both had to run and die for the sidewalk. <laughs> or it was going to run over us. And then we got to talk oh, to Mac and we stayed there for three hours drinking oh before we brought God. the food back. <laughs> oh, Lordy. I'd totally forgotten about that. 30 years. Oh, one more thing. Yes. They, they put us up at a hotel across the street. There's a motel across the street, if you remember. A little bitty motel. I don't remember. Down, down, down little, from the bunker? A little bit, yeah. Road. yeah. And we got there, and, and Howard Gunner was supposed to be in there about an hour or two after Howard we got Gunter. up there. Oh, my God. So Jack and I got up early, and we took all the snow and ice and piled it up in front of his door <laughs> and froze him in. To his uh. <laughs> and he, he was about two hours late. And we go, Howard, where you been? And he's like, whoa, some <laughs> son of a bitch. Blocked my door with snow and ice. I was frozen in. Oh mercy! <laughs> anyway, well, it's still you know it's still winter. I mean, spring yeah. is so we got till the twenty first, is it March twenty first? And it snowed so. in April here. Yeah. Oh, it's guy, absolutely. Oh, yeah, we, uh, yeah, we're not done. Anyway, um, uh, uh, flounder any uh, residual after effect of getting up early on the first Monday after daylight saving time starts? Not really. Same. same. Because what I did is on Saturday, when I got home, I went and hung out with my dad for a little bit. When I got home around 5.30, I went ahead and adjusted my clocks. Yeah. 
I, I did it. I, well, I, I usually do it the afternoon do it. before. Yeah, <laughs> so. in my car and everything. So I mean, I yeah, I, yeah we're out. In fact, I, I I tease my kids because I always warn them at least three or four days in advance, and then on Saturday I warn them, and my daughter Sarah beat me to the final warning before, <laughs> and now she's so proud that she beat Daddy to warning about daylight saving time, uh, which I thought was uh, fairly amazing. Uh, but I um, uh, I'm not used to getting you know putting the flag out later in the morning at the on the deck because it's darker to my side. No big deal. Um, I don't. I, I didn't feel any residual effects from from the uh, changing of the clock I had losing an hour of sleep, but it may be I've discovered another. <laughs> I was going to do a Kimmer cooking section segment today. Mm-hmm. I had a hankering to make one of my famous Kimmer salads, where I take a, a head of iceberg lettuce, I cut it in half, wash it good and clean, and I take the good. I, I throw away all the dark green leafy stuff and take the good chunky hearts of heart stuff center, yeah. and I take that and cut it up and chop it up. I make tuna fish and put that, and then I take chopped egg, I make a hard-boiled egg, chop that up, and then big chunks of Havarti cheese and onion and celery, and I make a big hearty, either with chicken or a tuna fish, uh, cob salad, That's basically. a meal. That's not yeah, a it's salad. A meal. No, it's, <laughs> that's it's a... what I have for dinner. And so I made that last night for dinner, and, and I had, the only dressing I had was uh, blue, which I use is, is a, a, a chunky blue cheese, which is fine. And, I, and all of a sudden, I realized, and I was a little nervous because as I'm getting older all of a sudden I'm finding things that I just can't digest properly anymore and one of them is salad dressing oh up all night baby <laughs> so so well, it depends on, it's got it's got to huh? be the what kind of salad dressing well I, I well what I normally do is I take Jeez. a little Italian like uh, like uh, uh, house hey, Italian or something oh, yeah. up it up and I take a little Italian just to get everything sort of moist the whole right. bowl moist and then I use either uh, chunky blue cheese or chunky ranch it's or something and mix it yeah, in the blue cheese and the ranch well, anyway but, I, but until last night I've been able to do that and all of a sudden now I can't have my famous okay. Kimmer salads, which well, maybe I freaking it, love. Maybe it was a particular brand I of the blue know. cheese. Okay. Kimmer oversharing about what went on with his bowels. Brought you by Atlanta Custom Closet. That's where that story should have stayed, in the closet. You notice I didn't mention anything except that I was up all night. Closetpro.net, 404-255-0589. It's Atlanta Custom Closets. Next time you're going to tell a story like that, well, go into the closet. You know, if I had an Atlanta Custom Closet, <laughs> I could go in there and tell my stories. They're such a good job of what they do for you and your family. <laughs> no, not water closets. <laughs> no, no. Just closets. Just the closets. Anyways. So that's the ball game. I got a million things here. Um, oh, did you put that? Uh, for some reason, Rumble, well, I guess the obvious reason, Rumble uh, and YouTube will not let me post pictures. I can post videos, but I can't post a picture. And uh, my little friend Gretchen sent me, a, a, somehow she a popped up reminder picture from years ago of me when we were in the, on the radio station. I think you were probably still in the room. It was, it was 10 years ago, 2013, literally 10 years ago, after, right after I had my heart attack. I had a heart attack on a Marine Corps birthday, went to the hospital two or three days later, had some stents in, was back on the air in three or four days, and was on the air and had that horror. I was taking rat poison. Remember the, uh, yeah. I forgot the name, the, cl- the clinical name of it, but it's the famous poison you take to, uh, it's rat poison, which they give you to make sure your arteries are clear so you don't clog your arteries. And I've been taking, well, you have to decide what's the right, right dose. And until we figured it out, I got yeah. nosebleeds like crazy. Crumin or crucimin or something yeah. like that. It's okay to take rat poison, but we couldn't take horse dewormer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dicer vector motor, the hell that was. Um, anyway, so the rat poison, and it really, I was on the air, and all of a sudden, wham, and I had this nosebleed. It just went 
everywhere. Oh, I mean, it was horrible. like, oh, God. And so I immediately, you know, tried to stop it. And Kara was was there. And she put took out of her purse a tampon yeah. and put it in my okay, nose. Really no, 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 this is now. funny. Well, the reason I'm saying it is because that we took a picture of it and put it on the Internet, and that picture popped up. I couldn't put it on Rumble, but I put it on, I gave it to Flounder oh, and you guys and put it on Twitter because the the thing, I, I, the, what it did was remind me that it was two days ago, the anniversary yeah. that Kara died. I almost called you about that. I know, yeah. and I, I almost called you and some of our friends mm -hmm. and, uh, you know. It's been a year. It's been, yeah. Believe that. That's weird. That's been a year. And on the, and, and two and, years for Mike. And that picture feels like it was yep. three or four months ago. Yeah, I don't know. It and seems that, longer. And that picture popped up of me with her tampon uh, from her purse to save my nosebleed, and she had died uh, a year, a year and ago. two days before. And so I, 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 that's why I thought the picture was interesting. Just, you know, God bless her. I mean, what a, what a firecracker little angel she was. I mean, everybody loved Kara. She was just a handful. What a chick, man. <laughs> it seems much quieter, the world. It, uh, it is. The world is much quieter. I'll bet there's something going on up there, though. <laughs> I bet she's got a freaking conga line or something going on. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, just for the memories. And, uh, okay. Um, let's see. Let's see. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, coming up, I know how much we our teases are important here. Uh, coming up. Oh, so I have to do all this for you people, and then you expect me to tell you what's coming up in advance? Screw you. Eat me and mind your own beeswax, by by the way, <clears throat> that's my new form of Kimberty's. By the way, do you know the term beeswax? Where that came from? Have you ever used that phrase? That's a real. I old did one. at one point, but I have forgotten. Flounder, do you know where? What, have you ever heard the term bees? Mind your own beeswax. Yeah, I've definitely heard it, but I'm not sure of its origin. Well, I shall now tell you. The term beeswax actually came from. Uh, this is a font of the Kimber uh, brief uh, segments of memory that actually work. Um, and by the way, I'm forgetting things between the couch and the kitchen. I know. Have you? Do you do that? I swear to God, I, I was watching TV. I, I do like nine things at a time, but I'm watching TV. I'm, I'm listening to the radio, taking notes, stuff like this, and I'm thinking, Oh my God, I got to do a so and so. And I wait four seconds, finish the sentence, get up off my chair, go to the the kitchen, have no freaking idea what I'm doing there. I have noticed in the last week that the strain of the flood, of having to find a place to live, the uh, the move, which was very stressful, uh, having to stay at my sister's for a couple months and feeling bad about that. I, I'm, I'm, my mind is not it. working yeah. the way it usually yeah. does the last week yeah. or so. Have you noticed? I really, I'm trying not to bother you, by the way, too, because I know you must be going through hell up there by yourself. In oh the no, dark it, it, it's peaceful it. now. <laughs> yeah, I mean the still, stress the, is the, over, the, but just the process, the of, process getting there, of getting there. Getting in there. the ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, what the hell was I just talking about? <laughs> I See, swear to God. This is just the kind of shit we've been I talking about. What the hell was I just talking about? <laughs> I don't. I, I reflect, but right before, forget what I'm doing, go to the kitchen. I just did it. I just forgot what I was talking about. It was 20 seconds. I know. Oh, my God. Well, let me look at my notes. Hold on. Uh, oh, my God. I did the thing with the thing. Oh, my God. I can't believe this. All right, well, I'll start. Oh, my God. I cannot believe this. Um, oh, oh, beeswax. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, we were this close. Okay, okay. It's a clean getaway. Many years ago, like 100 years ago, 1880, whatever it was, um, uh, it was very common that the, uh, the, the uh, disease smallpox and diseases like it were very common in early America. And what the problem was with the frontiers women and early 1800s women would find that, late 1800s too, early 1900s women, would find that it left little pock marks in their face. Before the days of, you know, the, the famous uh, Helena Gazar makeup stuff, the women used to take beeswax and fill the little pores in their face. Oh. 
Now, two things. Um, if a woman was sitting too close to the fire and the beeswax would start to melt yeah. and her friends would say, uh, mind your beeswax, watch, watch your beeswax. Uh, and it would tell them that their beeswax was changing. The other problem was if somebody noticed that someone was, uh, their beeswax was changing and they said, uh, and someone made a, a comment to them, they say, well, mind your own beeswax. And it turned out to become mind your own business. You know, you take your beeswax, I'll take care of my beeswax. Uh -huh. And that's how they started using mind your own business from their using that's beeswax on your face. Did you, did you watch the John Adams uh, thing with Paul? Uh, what's his name? What's the actor? Paul... Robeson? No, no, he's a black guy. Paul yeah. No, no, Paul Giamatti. Yes, the, the series the, on the history... Yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen it twice, I think. The, the they had point like four of them. Where he, he, he writes his wife, and basically back then they were just getting the smallpox, like a vaccine thing. The doctor would come out and take a needle and prick the skin and take pus from a smallpox <laughs> victim, dip it in there, and then dip it into your wound. Unbelievable. And that's how they vaccinated people in the yeah. 1700s. Could you imagine? I mean, you, you, you know, a lot of people die. Didn't, didn't want to do it. Oh, hell, once again, I it was experimental. Wait, you're going to put his pus yeah. of this disease in my uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a hell of a convincing. Yeah, right where'd there. you go to medical school again there, uh, Simon? <laughs> and then after that, we're going to bleed you with, yeah. with leeches. Oh, the bleeding in the leeches is the best way. I, I'd much rather have the bleeding of the leeches. <laughs> um, Oh, speaking of uh, Pete's teases, because Pete, uh, you, uh, Mark me says, for my teases. you have just given him information he will use the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, hold on, check this out. Um, okay, I got a message uh, over the weekend from Kat. I got to put my thing, I got to get to the eye doctor. All of a sudden, it's a little thing. Uh, okay, anyway. uh, Kathy, Kathy, Kathy wrote uh, right in, uh, writes in to say, Tell Pete to stop being so mean to you on the show. Ha ha, we love your stories. And then Kathy Rose Bryce back say, I'll come up to the mountains of Macon, ha ha, and get him. The mountains of Macon. Well, you recall I was trying to make a joke about him. We didn't want to know where you live, so I said he lives near in the mountains near Macon. And, of course, you ripped me for it and say nobody cares about No, it was some other reason I was ripping you, but we won't say anything on the air about that. Uh, oh. yeah, somebody actually asked me how my commute from Macon was. <laughs> See, there you are. Did. You <laughs> want to know what it was like? Yeah, what was I, it like? I had a blockage. I had a traffic jam <laughs> on my little dirt road. I had two guineas in the, the middle guineas. of the road. Now, wait, hold on. Now, that, they don't appreciate that kind of terminology I'm for sorry. the members of our friends from Italy. <laughs> now, you, you know, oh, it's like hey. the, you got a flat tire. You're going, that's not a wop guinea. It's just not the right wop, thing. Wop, the wop guinea guinea, wop guinea guinea with the sound of the car with a flat tire. That's just wrong, sir. No, you can't call these people they're by birds. names. Huh? They're birds. Birds. And they're some of the dumb. My grandmother used to raise some of the dumb. They're dumber than chickens. Guinea That's hard. bird? I thought guinea, I thought meant guinea pigs. No, guinea pigs. What are guinea birds? Guinea, guinea's. They're like, they're, a lot of people like guinea eggs. It's a difference, a smaller egg. Are they like partridge? I don't know what a guinea is. They're like a huge partridge. They're, big, they're bigger than chickens. They're tall. And oh my God! Dumb. And you know what Why the thing is? I know this. They hate snakes. So I like to see. I saw two of them on my road today. It's like so. Okay. Do they get snakes or run from snakes? No, they they like they to get kill them. them. Oh, yeah. well. well, I hope they don't uh, eat red uh, uh, black racers though. The racers are safe, good. Well, snakes. it's a snake. It's uh, you know you can't talk to the guineas. They're not, they're yeah. not going to learn. It's a snake. They kill I it. I guess, but no, man. 
I'm going to look at a picture gone. of a guinea. I'm, I've never seen a guinea. I'm, I'm sure I have. I guess I'm. I, 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 they like a peacock, maybe? Are they have big tails or it's something? A small, it's a bigger than a chicken. I'll do it right now. I'm sure I, I, I just, I'm having a mental block. I'm sure I. I can't I, believe, of course. I, I'm sure I have. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're going to find it right here for you. For guinea some reason. Hen, right here. Going to pull it up. Yeah, okay, okay. Pull up image. That's a guinea. Oh yeah, I know what that. Oh yeah, okay. But okay. I, I've never seen one, but I know of, I, I know what it is when I look oh. at that. But I've never. I in fact, I didn't know they were even here. I didn't know guinea. Oh god, all over the south. Not I as much I think as I've, there used to be. I've never seen a guinea as long as the many years have really? I've been here, and I've never seen. Well, a I remember guinea. it's a smaller egg. Huh. Grandmother had some of them. I know they ed- are they edible. I'm guessing. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but they're could, wild, right? I don't think, think we ate them one? though. No, they're not wild. They're, 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 you keep them like you chickens. Raise them? Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I'll be damned. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> there you are. Maybe Thank some you. people eat them. I, don't I had no idea. Um, let's see. Oh, I got a, a couple of uh, weird things. I'm, uh, I'm getting my car uh, serviced, and they give me a loaner. And the loaner looks new. I, I didn't even look at it, and I got it and started up. It's got 102,000 miles on it. It's a four-door POS. Escape something. It's a Ford POS. It's a POS. No, it's a nice little car. I mean, I would never buy one, but it's nice. But once once again, the gas tank is on the right. Mine's on so, the right? So, yeah, but they, they haven't done that to cars since the 50s. What are you talking about? On the right of the, dr- the passenger side. So that when you pull into a gas station, yeah. you have to aim not to hit the pump on the right where you can't yeah. see how close you are from the tail thing to the pump. When you pull in on the left side, it's right there. You can see it right there next to you. And, and it, the cars didn't have tanks on the right-hand side of the They're car the back. since the 50s. Now, they used to put them in tail lights and the, under the, the bumpers and the, all uh, kinds. The, yeah, uh, the, the, the license uh, tag. Yeah, the license tag had yeah. them. Uh, there were, I think, some of the Chryslers had them under the left, left rear tail light. The red tail light yeah, pop up pulled light. down, and I mean, so there are million ways to do it. I had uh, when I had when I had that hot rod built, that '55 Ford Sunliner convertible with a hot rod engine in it. Uh, the gas tank was in the trunk. You had to open up the trunk and unscrew a thing and put the tank in the thing. Anyway, the, the gas tank's on the right, which I think is stupid because you can never really tell how close you are to the anyway. Whatever, I just I hate it. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com save. That's worthybonds.com save. And save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. 
Now, let me ask you this. All right. Uh, and then I got a, a special thing coming up here. This is the second time I remember this happened and it made me upset. I'm, uh, I, 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 oh, we got, well, the reason I'm, I'm talking about this because we got three very nice deposits of uh, uh, hamburgers and cheeseburgers uh, from our friends, and I'm going to read their notes here shortly. Well, there is a guinea. Yeah, see, I've never... They were blocking never the road this morning. <laughs> oh, those are the actual ones. <laughs> That's hysterical. Uh, sure you didn't run them down or shoot them or anything? No. Said, oh, no. No, they they're not my guineas. Not my guineas. Anyway, so I, I, I'm uh, putting deposits in a bank. So I drive to the bank, and I'm, I'm approaching the door, and I see behind me, out of the corner of my eye, is a woman coming up into the bank entrance sidewalk where I am, coming toward me, and she's about 15 or 20 feet away. All right. Okay. I'm now, you have a choice. If she's 20 feet away, I can either open the door, go in, and let the door close. Well, I feel bad doing that. That's a little aggressive. That's a little, it's not, it's rudish. It's not, mm. it's kind of just, it, w it wouldn't be. Now, your modern day man who can identify as a non-gender woman who's really a tranny uh, shouldn't apparently give a crap. You know, but, but isn't it funny? Now, Flounder, would you have thought anything about uh, going into a bank 20 feet or 25 feet ahead of a woman behind you? No. Just going in and close and going to your business. So, okay. Uh, well, I mean, it, it's so close. I would wait. Okay. Uh, I've been waiting at the door the, for The even issue that we even thought about it is a way different than what I think America's like today, raising people of today. The reason I mention it. But the second thing is, here's what happened. Mm -hmm. And this has happened to me before. So I get to the door. There was no question. I'm going to wait. I, I hold the door, and I stood back, and I waited. And she had a big smile on her face. She was probably 30, 25, 30. And she had a big smile on her face. And she said, oh, thank you, thank you. And I said, you're quite welcome. And she goes in ahead of me. And then she hurries right to the teller. Jumps ahead of you. Jumps ahead yeah, of me to go right. That. Well, here's the thing. She had, she, uh, there was one, there were two windows open. <laughs> Both were busy. So she's first in line ahead of me. I'm second in line now because she got ahead of me since yeah. I opened the door for her. Yeah. Okay. First, I think she should have at least said, thank you so much, but you were here first. Please, you know, go right, uh, please help yourself. I would have said, no, no, that's okay. You know, my mother would have yelled at me if I didn't let you go. It you know, I would have made a, a joking gentleman thing about it. Yeah. But she didn't say a word, so then I'm, I'm starting to get steamed, thinking, you know, you should have at least freaking offered. Anyway, she didn't. Okay. No. So, no, no, no. So, she, that's my opinion. All right, so she's first in line. I'm second in line. Finally, uh, the, the one on the left opens up, so she, uh, she goes to the teller. And she must have 15 things to do. <laughs> I'll, 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 let me put it to you this way. She, ha she was there and she was doing this and she was doing this and she was there and I'm going, oh, Jesus. And so finally, you know, I'm waiting there like six, seven minutes, which is a long time to wait yeah. in a line with nobody else in the bank. Yeah. Okay. So finally the other guy leaves and I get to that teller, put in my deposit, which takes... 15 seconds. I have it all made out, signed, deposit only. I give it to her, bing, bam, wham, wham. Honestly, it couldn't have been 15 or 20 seconds later. And I, I walked out and I got to my loaner car, I'm in there, and I started up and I waited and waited and she was still in line at the bank. Wow. And half the time, this uh, it's a Wells Fargo, and half the time they only have one teller working and no drive-through because they've cut back yeah. on everything. I could have been there 20 minutes to get a, to make a 15-second deposit because she was rude enough to not at least offer. And if she knew she had all that stuff, there's no way she should have done that. You, what you're dealing with is uh, the... And they're stupid men. That's a stupid woman who's not thinking just about anyone but yeah. herself. She's just doing her thing she and saying, oh, I wrong. get to be first in line. Yay, she me. She was raised wrong. 
And, and I, I, I was really, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's not going to bother me the rest of my life, but it was just, it was wrong. It was just, with all that stuff, she should have known that. <laughs> I mean, come on. Scotty, Scotty the window guy. What a buildup for an $8 check to deposit. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> him. Are you, are you uh, Wells Fargo? or? Yeah. yeah. I need to show you how to deposit a check via the app. I know. Again, for, for, yeah, I, but, but what I'm saying is for something like that, for an $8 check, you wouldn't have had to make the trip. Well, there was, it was three of them, whatever. But again, I still, but I, I, take, I get the paper receipt and I put it in my bag. And then when I go to the tax girl, I've got all the pay, you know, I've got it all there. If I do it on an app, I got nothing. Got nothing. So no, you get a, you get a, every time you do a transaction with Wells Fargo, you get a state, you get, if it's an email or some kind of acknowledgement yeah, but I, that if I don't have it to make a, a line of, you know, he then I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't like it. He's not going to Well, in fact, it. let me, I'll, I'll, it's, one it's more. Diffi- well, it's, it, one of the things it is, it's different generations. I know. You know? Well, in fact, and again, my, it's technology because it happens with my dad, you, and it's just that's right. the that's time. Right. And it's starting to happen with me that I notice with the younger generation with these, What's up? At just these apps that they, they don't use their phone anymore. Well, they wait just to use AI. Apps. Wait to the well, AI thing hits us all. Remember, we've Good mentioned Lord. before there is there's a woman who actually does counseling for money on tell, uh, uh, teaching people how to use the phone, how to actually talk and leave messages and what to say and you know hello may I please speak to someone. I mean they've never talked on the phone. Almost right. I mean, I'm telling you, there. I, we, I remember a couple of weeks ago, we talked to this woman who has a, a, a consulting firm to help businesses treat, teach their people how to use the freaking phone, the talking old-fashioned talk phone. Anyway. By the way, I'm having, I'm having uh, every every time I've ever done this. Getting prescriptions changed from one drugstore to the other oh, is like an act of Congress these days. <laughs> because the doctors don't want to deal with them, and they don't want to deal with the doctors, so you got to deal with both of them. I know. And it's such a pain, and they, and they say, it's so easy. Just you transfer think, from there to there. It yeah. just takes a second. And Click. then you do it, and you go, where are my pills? Uh, we don't have any prescription here. Yeah. You have to call your doctor. It's yeah. like every time. I know. I, I'm going through the same thing. Walgreens, once again, I had two prescriptions, and they, and they were refilled, but then they weren't. They didn't know it. They didn't, and I said, I said, you know, every time. Anyway, whatever. Now, uh, what, uh, speaking of what, what Flynn was just talking about, and you also, I was, uh, my kids are big fans of Michael. Do you know what Michael's is? The, uh, oh, yeah. Arts and craft store. Arts and craft store. Yarn. And a lot of, it, it, more than that, a lot of things. It's a fun store. No, it's all yarn. It's all yarn. It's a lot of yarn. It's a lot of yarn. Love and it. stuff. Okay. Cats with love. Well, when I go, uh, now a reminder, and you should also post this if you have, I don't know. But it's it, the yarn bar. We're taking the week of April 1st off. Uh, we are. Yes. Well, this, uh, here Denied. we go again. Denied. <laughs> uh, we're taking the week of April 1st off. I'm going to the beach to see my kids and my grandkids. And so, and when I go to the beach to see my kids and grandkids, they have my favorite ex-wife and uh, her uh, husband have a a place that they they do a yearly thing on the beach near Sarasota at the famous little town there. Anyway, so I go, and every time I go, I always bring a little tiny gifty for the girls for my uh, favorite ex-wife and my daughters, and I bring a little tiny something for the kids for my grandson, Brady, and Molly. (laughs) Molly is a big fan of what Sarah told me uh, is called um, a slime Elmer's goo. Have you ever heard of Elmer's goo? 
Elmer's, Elmer's G-U-E. And it's like Elmer's glue, but it's Elmer's goo, and it's for kids to play, and it's like slime. Wow, I did not know that. Is it so edible? I, I don't, I have no idea. So anyway, so she said, uh, she said, Molly loves to play with slime. She'd love that to, for the, to take to the beach for their week stay. So I Googled slime, and there's got to be a million slime things. You know, so I called Sarah. I said, what the hell? I don't know what, she, what it is. I don't know what to do with it. So she sent me a picture, and there's little jars of something called Elmer's goo. And it's just slimy, gooey stuff, and you play with it and make things. I don't know what you do. But anyway, so I got that for her, and I got it at Michael's. The reason I'm telling this silly story is I went to Michael's, and I'm, I'm looking around and looking around. And I, I found some slimy things, but not the Elmer's goo that she wanted. So I looked for somebody to help me. There's nobody in the store. No. There's like two women in the store. Like Hobby Lobby. And, and, and so finally, I walk way back to the thing, and there's two women wearing the red aprons, aprons who are chatting with each other in the yeah. back of the store. So I said, excuse me. <coughs> uh, <coughs> and she said, yeah. Uh, so I, I, I said, what you got? <coughs> so I got, <coughs> I got a couple of jars of the goo. I go up to the front to pay. I'm not making this up. There's a woman at, there, well, first of all, there's, uh, there, you, you go through an aisle to get to where you pay. There must be 10 auto pay screen computer credit card things no cashiers yeah. like 10 things in a row a whole row one after another of computer screens yes sir okay and then there's uh, so I, I, and nobody else in the in that before you leave right to the where the exit is so I get there. There's a woman at one of the computer screens trying to buy her stuff. Okay. Yeah. So I see her. I go. I go to the uh, where there's nobody there, and I say, I say, is there, can I? Anybody, is there a cashier I can check out here? And a girl shows up. <laughs> Great. How you doing? I said, and she said, Oh, do you want to pay cash? I swear to God, you know, like, like, oh my God, I've never heard of such a thing. It was like, it was like twenty dollars, and I said, you know, I, I said, I said, yeah, I said, do you still take cash? Said, well, yeah, okay. So she has to arrange, open something to arrange to have a cash thing yeah, going. Oh my God! And so I, so I, she finally does that, and she was very nice. And I'm saying, I said, <laughs> I said, I said, I'm fighting this, you know, I'm fighting it. So I give her my cash, and finally we do the thing, and I get my check out, and I start to go out the door. The lady at the ca at the thing is still there trying to pay for like two things on the credit card thing uh, i mean you know and i'm th and i look back and i almost said something i said just pay her the 20 you know i just i'm thinking here we are this is all in it's everywhere I mean, they're I had trying to ask to, get to pay the bill. They're trying to get rid of cash because they can't Go trace digital, cash. that's right. And, and again, all that I heard them all this morning on Glenn Beck show. It's against the law. It's against the law. You they cannot do that. Legal tender. It's unbelievable. And, and they're trying to make a digital currency so controlled by the government. And which is they can control right. They can shut you and off. And if they don't want you to buy a gun, they're going to prevent you from taking money out of your bank account to buy a gun. I'm not making that up. I mean, I know. You, you know, I mean, the credit card companies Social are already uh, uh, zinging you if you go into a, a gun store. They you know they make a check mark or something to let people know you just bought a gun. No, I pay cash. <sighs> Jesus. No, their damn business. Anyway, um, so I thought that was kind of weird. You know, I was told the other day that it takes a, a year to get a silencer. That you oh, can, I bet that's true. You can put in the order and everything, but it takes a year to process for you to get it. Isn't that ridiculous? That's what they, yeah, that's what they say. Well, that's insane. They used to sell them at, at the uh, Buckhead uh, gun shop I used to go to, the Burned wow. Down. Yeah, what, uh, I forgot what they call it. The Anybody name of it has an underground one, they were selling me, get a hold of me. What, what, ca what, what kind 40, of gun? 40 caliber. 40 caliber? Snake killer. Snake killer? Well, there's, um, Pete Davis looking for a silencer for a 40 caliber pistol. Yep. Okay. And there why you. do you need that silencer, sir? 
so my landlords don't hear me shooting <laughs> on my property. All right, now, the most important thing of the day, I've, I've been delaying long enough, the most important thing of the day. I know you didn't see this, and I'll bet Flounder didn't see it either, but I posted a video over the weekend because I think I've remembered not to forget Pete Davis's birthday. Oh, crap. Now, I, ne- I always miss it. I've always missed it. I missed the big one. I missed everyone. I've never done it. I'm, oh, I'm not good about this. I'm just, I guess I'm so selfish. I think of nobody but myself. So I remembered Pete Davis's birthday, and I it's did something birthday. about it, and I posted it as a joke showing what I was going to do for your birthday, knowing, as I'm saying in the video, he's not going to know this. I'm not, you know, th- giving it away because he's never, it's he never looks birthday. at it. <laughs> well, now, wait a minute. So but I said, what I said in the video was, I know sometime coming up here, I don't know what it is. I don't think it's today. It might be the 16th in my head, the 18th or 21. There's sometime coming up here is Pete Davis's birthday. Now, I might have missed it a couple of days. St. Patty's Day you're thinking of. I don't know what it is, but I know you got a birthday coming up here sometime, so here you son of a bitch. Here's oh, <laughs> got a little something for a you. Bag. <laughs> Your own bag. Is it goo? No, actually, I got two things. Uh, I made cookies last night, and I have four white chocolate chip oh, macadamias you for you oh, and yeah. four for oh, flounder. Yeah. And oh. this is a uh, oh, this yeah. is oh, a baby. happy birthday. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, open it out because you might it might be you might think it's handy. It's Thursday. Your birthday's Thursday? Yeah. Oh, is it? See, I, I, Thursday? I didn't know what I was. No, 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 open it up. It's here now. Shit. I mean, crap, sorry. No, let's have some anticipation. You should wait till Thursday. Anticipation. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's a... Um, By the way, I went to Chick-fil-A today on the way over here. She goes, anything, uh, would you like a condiment? I said, yeah, just give me some ketchup. Six things of ketchup. The big things of ketchup. So I brought some in for flour. Six. That's good. I mean, I'm glad most of them don't a give lot of places, squat. Yeah, a lot of places will only give you one. Oh, I hate I said, uh, <laughs> You sure this isn't for you? No, I've got my own. <laughs> it is a digital, a deluxe. Not no, the ordinary. No, no, this is a big deluxe time. digital tire inflator. Yeah. And inflator. It's, it's, it's fast. And I have one. Oh, I, I have yes. a different brand, but I have one in my car. And I used it, I've used it, I used it again last week. I had two flat, t- two uh, slow leak tires, wow. and had to buy two tires last week. And you plug it in where? In your cigarette lighter or uh, AC. Well, thing. I have a cigarette lighter. Yeah. Right? yeah as long as you have, have a battery, you can, you can have a battery. It runs off your battery in your car. What? You got the same kind? I have the same kind. I'll show you outside if you want. I, I changed the name of my company. I, it's just slime. Slime. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. Who has a company I, called I don't Slime? Know. But that was that was the, the the good one with fast well, speed on you. it. So I thought. So I don't need to plug it in. I just. I, all right, okay. No, no, it goes into your cigarette lighter. Oh, cool. This is. So if you're like you said the other day, you're, you're driving along and, and uh, where are you going to out in the woods? Where are you going to find a gas? Bar? I don't think the Porsche guys are going to be there in 15 minutes yeah. if I get the flat. Yeah, yeah you're right. But Kimmer, anyway, we have so a, that might come in handy. We have a quick message, Thank Kimmer, you. from uh, Strict 99. All right. Hey, my mom said she saw you and opened the door for you at the bank. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're quite welcome. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> really, am I, am I wrong for thinking she should have at least said, well, gee, you're sorry, you should go ahead? She's, how old was she? 25. Yeah, that generation has not been raised with manners. 
They just haven't been raised with manners. And, and she was not, she was happy and smiling, but she never thought for a second to say, "You're so nice." No. And she should. She should. Now I was wearing a hat and my Marine Corps leather jacket, so I, I didn't look 77 years She's old. She's too but, young. She ain't you thinking know. of anyone but herself. Yeah, I know. Anyway, I just I, I, I'm it's just sad. mentioning because it was a thing, and it, it was sort. It, you know, I I, I wasn't upset <laughs> I by it, but I was aggravated because I was trying to get here. And I, 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 I must have been 12 or 15 minutes in line with nobody else. <laughs> This is what I always say when I'm buying a line to drive through or something like that. I go, what are you doing? The banking for the Lakers? Get the <laughs> hell out of <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, uh, coming up, none of your stinking business, fart breath. Either listen or go to hell. Leave me alone. What? <laughs> but first... Uh, oh, did you hear about this uh, Frontier? And by the way, I, I'm going to talk Oscars. And uh, did you get those sound bites that I, I mentioned today? There, sound no, Fonda. No, good. I didn't find is the new Trump jingle. You, oh, you didn't find the the uh, Jane Fonda one? No, I found the Trump jingle. You said. Oh, you could not find that. No. Oh, real? I'll be damned. Uh, he came out. His uh, campaign came out with a new jingle over the weekend. Oh, look. But again, and, and people were complaining about it. So I assume it must be heard somewhere. Maybe I don't know what the deal is. Anyway, uh, so we got some, we'll hear some sound and, and a couple of comedy things, including an old-fashioned one that could not be repeated today live. Anyway, never get away with it. Uh, but also, did you hear that Frontier Airlines um, has now been caught giving bonuses of ten dollars? to every person at the gate who makes you check your bag? If they, if you're at Frontier Airlines and you have a, a you know, a carry-on bag and, and somebody says, oh, sir, that really doesn't fit. We're going to have to check that for you. That person gets $10 bonus. Frontier is paying its people to check your bag, which also costs you between $50 and $150. Really? Yeah. Huh. And they're saying, well, we're trying to speed up the uh, check-in process because oversized bags really just don't go. But they're checking bags that aren't really oversized, and they're making people pay the extra money for it. I haven't flown in 10 years. Wow. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I fly once every two years. Now, let me ask you this. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, I got it. As you know, I have a source in the airline industry. I won't say uh, where this is, but the Wait. source is I call Deep Sky. <laughs> Uh, and he's uh, an undercover uh, uh, agent, Deep Sky. Well, here we go. Deep Sky says, you'll know Southwest Airlines is in the news again. The pilots received an email with a headline, What Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Means to Flight Operations. In the email, he announces that DEI, uh, diversity, equity, so, is now the guiding idea at Southwest Airlines. Shouldn't safety be the guiding idea? The word safety was never mentioned. He goes on to say the pilots will not be allowed to resent. uh, Oh, my God. The pilots will not be allowed to resent or question the skills of colleagues who have been promoted on the basis of race, gender, or affirmative action. Henceforth, pilots must ignore incompetence. One of our veteran pilots responded with this, quote, One of the tenets of commercial aviation is to avoid distractions and prioritize tasks that foster a safe flight. Now our company is pursuing purposely distracting pilots with something completely unrelated to the safety of flights. This is criminal negligence. Spending time and money on this garbage when we are having runway incursions and near misses is insane. 
Uh, I swear, Tucker, this used to be a great airline, a wonderful place to work. Now we're woke airline. It stuns me that a whole workforce is forced to bow a knee to this totalitarian and fascist regime when a very small percentage of the population cares about gender ideology. I'm sure the general public would feel much better knowing that pilots in the cockpit are there based on their merit, skills, and qualifications, not on finally race and gender. The world's gone nuts, especially Southwest Airlines, Kimmer. I don't know why anyone would ever fly Southwest again knowing that our guiding idea has nothing to do with safety. And the Tucker show, which I saw, ended, uh, unfortunately, many people are going to die because of this. And that's from Deep Sky, and they're worried, you know, now their pilots are not allowed to criticize other pilots who are incompetent, but if they're black, they can't say yep. anything? Yep. Or gay, or tra- or whatever. Oh, my God. I, I mean, I, 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 <laughs> You know, it's scary. Netflix has this, this special out about the, the, the Blasian flight that disappeared. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. There's also, wow. uh, I think, History Channel, uh, 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 The Greatest Mysteries, whatever channel that's on. History Channel, I think, yeah. does one of those. This uh, is a whole series. Too. Really? And it gets really in-depth how crazy this thing was. Man. Uh, by the way, they for the... to war. I'm sorry? The Chinese thought it was an act of war. Really? But there, and it was almost used it as a pretense to, in, to now, which grab Malaysia. Talking, when, when was this? The one in Malaysia that disappeared going from there to Beijing. Yeah. From Malaysia. Yeah. And it just disappeared, and, and we searched for it for weeks. Haven't they found one part of a wing or something, they I think? They think. They think. And that's a little iffy. Uh, Fernando, the seaman, gave us a very, very nice uh, bunch of cheeseburgers. Says, howdy, boys. Thanks for putting the show together. You bring a lot of smiles here. Cordially, Fernando. Well, God bless you, sir, and thank you so very much. All right, where am I? Where am I? God, I'm doing so much stuff here. Do the Um, Oscars. Oh, let's, okay, let's do Oscars. Uh, I'm going to put this over here, and this over here, and this over here, (laughs) and now. Well, no, I got to do a thing. Okay. Uh, the Oscars last night. First of all, <laughs> but, uh, Pete and I talked this morning, and uh, you d- had not even remembered they were on. Of course, you didn't have a TV set up yet either, but even so, had not. I, I love the Oscars. I would just sit I used there to. as family. We'd watch it and everything. Yeah. We'd seen the movies. Who sees the movies yeah, now unless they're on Netflix? But I completely forgot about it till midnight last night, and I picked up my phone, and someone had tweeted something, and it was like, oh, my God, I completely forgot. You know why? Because you don't watch ABC, NBC, what? and CBS or any promos on the, P- on, the, on the mainstream media that will promote the Oscars and advertise the Oscars. ESPN had a thing at the top in, uh, last week, and I saw yeah. it was Jimmy Kimmel. So I'm not going to watch it anyway because yeah. I hate that son of a yeah. bitch. Uh, Flounder, did you uh, any, uh, have any I Oscars? I was sound asleep when that... Oh, I'll bet. Of course you were. <laughs> I forgot. When I used to get up at 10 after 2 every morning. But, I mean, I'm sure you're going to talk... But one thing is, is the host is someone we all hate, Jimmy Kimmel. Right. Well, he didn't do anything here, political. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Okay. My original, obviously, assumption was, and everybody else had said, the Oscars are going to be the same old thing. They have no audience, and they keep trying to, you know, it's millionaires giving millionaires and stars giving stars awards. So they're going to get all political. Jerk. They're going to blast uh, Trump. And they're going to da 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 da. And it's Jimmy Kimmel. And, and, and as I, I don't know about you, and I think we've talked about it before, years ago when Jimmy Kimmel was doing the man show, that was one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. That, you know, the girls on trampolines, and, and then they had that little kid, that 14 year old kid, asking girls to take their top off on the beach. Hey, honey, can you buy me a beer? You know, he's like nine or something, and the girls are laughing. I mean, it was hysterical. I mean, that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Anyway, so he used to be really uh, entertaining. <laughs> Nothing anymore. Anyway, so he was the host. 
I wa- I did. Wa- I missed the first ten seconds, but I watched uh, a good part of the intro, and uh, the intro was Jimmy Kimmel in the back seat of Tom Cruise's jet fighter plane, and Tom Cruise is in as giving the actual part of the movie where he says, "You got to eject, you got to eject," and Kimmy says, "I don't want to eject. No, I no, I no, I don't want to eject." And they're making a little joke about him, and finally he ejects, and then everybody's out there, and then all of a sudden in the live shot at the auditorium, he's actually parachuted down onto the stage. Okay, so it's, you know, it was a gimmick and clever and whatever. Um, I did watch a few minutes of it. Um, he did make a couple of jokes. Uh, he said, oh, look at Steven Spielberg over here. And here's Joe Rogan, Steven Spielberg and Joe Rogan. They're kind of the Joe and Hunter Biden of Hollywood. Huh? Mm-hmm. I didn't get it. The old timer and the younger guy? Or using his money? I, I didn't get the link. What's the link? You're giving the big guy 10%? I mean, Joe Rogan was at the Oscars? It's what he said. He knows everybody now. Yeah. They've all been on his show. But, but I don't. Who won? It was best film. Uh, that one, everybody who does everything all the time everywhere, or whatever the oh, hell right. that is. Not, not going to watch that. Uh, <laughs> did the fat guy win? Did the Brendan fat guy, Fraser? Brendan Fraser good, won. Good. I like Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I, let me get, before, who I don't have a whole, oh, well, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> who, was the, who was the assistant director that won? Oh my God, man. <laughs> Cinematography. Well, I know the best foreign language film was about up yours. I think it was pretty much the <laughs> name of the title there. How about Blow Me? How about that? Yeah. That was a famous Spanish film right there. Yeah, eat me. How about that? Uh, (laughs) Chinga Yeah, Chinga (laughs) Tinga Anyway, I didn't get that one. Um, uh, He did make a a joke about a male director who apparently was not nominated, and he said something like, I guess he should have identified as a woman, or there was some kind of a, again, it wasn't very funny, but it was a kind of a little thing. Um, He said, uh, oh, (laughs) you'll be glad about this Pete it's too bad you missed it uh, Jimmy Kimmel did say you know there were a lot of movies that never got the attention they should like the Emmett Till movie we really people should go see the Emmett Till they, they had Jimmy Kimmel they had to bring up go see the Emmett Till movie even though it wasn't nobody part of, went and saw it yeah even though it wasn't part of the Oscars he had to mention Emmett freaking Till yeah yeah They'll never Jesus, let it go. What was that, there's, 70 years ago? There's money to be made. God, anyway, uh, I mean... And I we're just, still the same. Emmett we're still the same. Nothing's changed. Emmett Till. <laughs> uh, now, okay, one thing I did say, the, the Asian actor who won uh, the Best Supporting Actor was that guy from this Everything You've Ever Done Before You've Done Everything All Together, All Is At Once with Everything Together thing. It was an, it's, a, it's all a, that girl, Michelle Yeoh, also That's won. That's all they give it to now is the Asian film. She got the, uh, the Oscar. He got the Oscar. And by the way, I, I have not seen the movie, but I, I saw the clips they showed. It looks like a really... Uh, it, it, impossibly hard movie to direct. It was it was uh, fantastic fantasy scenes and things and stuff oh, that comes. I, out. I mean, it was just it was just. A, I, I said, oh my god, how do you keep track of? And it was very emotional. And he's crying and I mean, bleh, I don't know. So anyway. Top Gun didn't win. Top Gun didn't get. Uh, Top Gun I think got something like music or art or something, uh, but didn't get squat. Uh, anyway, this Asia. Here's the reason I mentioned the Asian actor. Um, oh, by the way. Yeah, Gesundheit. Everyone said it wasn't Joe Rogan, it was Seth Rogan. Oh, Seth Rogan. Okay, same thing. Okay, no, no okay. it's not Huge the same. Huge <laughs> between, between talent and brains. Okay. Joe well, Rogan is way up there, and Seth Rogan destroys everything he touches. Okay, well, then why would it be funny to mention that Steven Spielberg and, and Seth Rogan are the Hunter and Joe Biden of Hollywood? Oh, because Spielberg is old, and Seth does a lot of drugs, according to Scooter. Oh, okay. Thank you, Scooter. 
Uh, sorry, I'm uh, <laughs> Seth Joe. I mean, you know, I was doing nine things at a time. He but, destroyed uh, the I Green was, Hornet. Right. One of my childhood great oh, shows. Really? Well, see, he I didn't destroyed see that it. Yeah, that's no good. Anyway, you know, let me mention what this act, this Asian actor, I thought was very important. And, and after this, I stopped watching. I just watched a few minutes. Uh, this Asian actor who, and they showed a clip of him, and he was a great actor. I mean, he was very emotional and crying and laughing, and it was really wild all over the place. Uh, and he won, and he said, he said, my age. 88 year, 83, whatever year old mother was watching. Mom, I want an Oscar. But he said, he said, my story is I came here on a boat and I spent a year in a refugee camp. And all of a sudden, I'm standing on this stage with all you people. Where is it? Wait a minute. Shut up, shut up, shut up. God bless it, Jesus. Let me get to the punchline. Christ. He says, I started on a boat. I spent a year in a refugee camp. And today, I'm standing here in front of all these people with an Oscar. He said, I am proof that there is an American dream. And they all, yay, like they really think there's an American they dream. I couldn't it. believe it. I mean, and, and for him, I'm th- and it made me tingle to say, this is an Asian guy who was a freaking refugee describing the American dream, which is real for him. And all these phonies have no idea about the American dream, and they're all pretending to salute. And I, I was really upended by it. Where did he come from on a boat? I don't know. At, the, at this point of the history. I don't know. What refugee camp was he I, in? Well, okay, he's a dirty, stinking liar, and the man is a... I'm just was trying born to say. To, he was a member of the royal family, and he came over here from the Ding dynasty. After Vietnam <laughs> fell, yeah. Yeah, but that's, come on. Well, there you are. Anyway, <laughs> Jesus, you are such a... Oh, my God. <laughs> you are such a... grouchy old son of a bullshit. bitch. <laughs> throw, the, throw the bullshit <laughs> flag well, right I there. I don't know whether to go on. <laughs> <laughs> my God. You just believe everything. Everything Jesus. Hollywood types tell you, <laughs> look, line, and seeker. Oh, my God, man. Question them. Yeah, all right. Well, hold everything. Now, one other thing on the Oscars, and this is all I know because I didn't watch. I, I, I saw it's a couple so things. It's so sad how it's it's completely faded into we who cares. We never missed it. We, we watched it The family year. would let us stay up late. They would, if you want to take a party. nap, we'll stay up till 10. So it's going to be on till 10 o'clock and you have school today or whatever. Never miss the Oscars. Mm. We had seen the movies. We had, we knew yeah. the people. They were glamorous. They were sweet. They were polite. They were, oh my God, look at that. You know, Natalie Wood. Oh my God. I mean, it was just, it was a family, wholesome, happy entertainment. Uh, it was, there was no nastiness or uh, political intent. Every I mean, it was, it was then, just, but yeah, but not so that you'd, you know, it was a thing. And now I, I, I literally, like, you didn't even know it was on, and I'd, I'd forgotten it was on until I, I went through the last night on the TV Guide, and an old guy, I circled it. Anyway, uh, here's what, I then have the, uh, the uh, in memoriam section where they have the dead people who died. Yeah. Um, not on the list, they did not include Anne Hesch. Wow. Who, you know, blew herself up in the uh, car bomb, basically, when she ran into that thing. Anne Hesch was not on the list. Paul Sorvino what? was not on the list. Why? Who's the idiot who puts this list Gilbert Gottfried was not oh, on the list. Oh, come on. Tom Sizemore was not on the list. Cindy Williams was not on the list. And Robert Blake was not wow. on the list. Now, some of them they mentioned on their website, apparently, but they were in the on memoriam, and, and they, nope, we're not there. Who How could you leave every off? year they do I know, this? I know. 
Who's in charge of this? And, it's embarrassing. And, and by the, I read an article about this. You can, they can actually include up to the night of the ceremony. Yeah. They have an app which allows them to put the names on to, to the last Robert minute. Blake. Yeah. Yeah. Every one of those people you mentioned have been in movies, yeah. not just TV. Well, Everyone but it's also movies. been celebrity Hollywood stars. I mean, it's, you know, uh, uh, nobody would be offended if they said, well, Cindy Williams has mostly made a movie for, for American TV. American Graffiti. So, what? I know, I know, I know, I know. But still, it's just, it's the whole thing is just stupid. Robert uh, Blake. Oh, in well, fact, one more acting thing here, well, if I'm, uh, before I forget well, like, here. Beretta was one of my favorite shows back in the 70s. Beretta. Beretta? Oh, Robert. I never liked that with the I feather in his hat and the a bird. It was a parrot. A parrot, yeah, or a cockatoo or yeah. something. You know, was, that was based on Toma. Which was a great, yeah. a great show. Oh, I did remember Tony Musante, yeah. and he got in a salary fight, so they fired him, yeah. and they hired Robert Blake. That was a good show. That, that was a good series. Uh, all right, now here, uh, just for the fun of it, uh, speaking of acting, I, I came across a little feature article uh, concerning actors who regretted some, uh, some scene in their movies for their entire lives. Burt Reynolds insisted in the movie Deliverance on doing all his own stunts. Even for the waterfall scene, which is what Burt Reynolds now, like he's dead, regretted. Rather than letting production use a dummy, Burt Reynolds <laughs> dove down the waterfall uh. in Deliverance himself. Uh. Unfortunately, Burt Reynolds hit a rock uh. on the way down and broke his tailbone. Oh, his coccyx. The coccyx. Yeah. His injury continued to hurt him for the rest of his life. Okay. And the production people said the final shot really wasn't worth it, but he did it anyway, oh. and he broke his freaking tailbone. Oh, that had and to And the hurt. rest of his life, oh. he struggled, he I suffered. I don't even want to think about that. Kate Winslet in the movie Titanic. I know we're all thinking one thing. All right, 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 right. She had a great, I mean, my oh, God, yeah, great bosoms. Uh, Kate Winslet said it can be hard to, for difficult to actors to know how a certain scene will be received. Kate Winslet gave the public a little too much credit when she agreed to a, the nude scene in Titanic. To this day, Kate Winslet has fans walking up to her asking to sign autographs on a picture of her naked boobies. Some even do it in front of her children. She has always refused to sign anything and regrets that she did it. She's done other nude I things. Know, I know. The only where she's full Even when frontal. she was older, when she, yeah. when she was pre pre played a married woman cheating on her husband or something. And she, she was, was a teacher with a I young know. kid. Well, yeah. I don't know. Come on. Oh, I'm telling you. Please. Sharon Stone. And again, I have a, a whole thing about oh, this. Anyway, Sharon Stone, Basic Instinct. Uh, Sharon Stone is a real reason to be upset about the scene in Basic Instinct. Um, she was told in the famous part, she crosses and uncrosses her legs wearing a white dress. The director, Paul Verhoeven, insisted that Sharon Stone remove her underwear as it was distracting. He promised her that her private parts would not be shown in the film, but he lied. Sharon Stone, when she saw him the next time, slapped him. Now, I'm telling you, I've seen that movie and I've seen that scene. You can't see anything. Mm -mm. There's nothing there. And they say, oh, you see your bear of a chantra. No, you don't. It's, not, it's, there's it. no, it's, not, it's nothing. It. Well, there's nothing to see. It's all a hyped up. I mean, and it's been lasting for, what, 40 years? Was that, 88 or something? I don't know. Anyway, like I just, a, I'm just like saying. It's like a gorge. 
What's that? Nothing. <laughs> Speaking of which, Valley Forge. The Oscars brought to you by FarmhousePrintingCo.com. That's are. right, right here in Sonoya, Georgia, with all the shirts and hats and signs, promotional items. You can order one, 500, 1,000, doesn't matter. No minimum order, no setup fees. With laser engraving, if you want something to last forever, they got it. FarmhousePrintingCo.com. They do all the stuff for this show, Holy Crap at Sports, Shannon Burke, everybody. Use the podcast blanket, my yeah. golf towel, my son-in-law, uh, Jennifer's T-shirts, and a carry a beach bag. I got her beach bag with a boys uh, bingo T-shirts. Yeah, bingo, uh, Kimber bingo. bingo shirts. <laughs> uh, whatever will will uh, farmhouseprintingco.com. Farmhouseprintingco.com. Uh, a quick, a few thank yous here for people who have sent uh, the Kimmer Show post office box is Kimmer Media, fourteen thirty two. Post office box 1432, Alpharetta. PO box 1432, Alpharetta, Georgia 30009. And again, if you go to thekimmershow.net, you can find all the stuff linked there. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting three thank yous notes out today. Uh, our buddy Tim, who sends us things frequently from Atlanta, says, Thank you for all you guys do. RIP Kara, way too soon. Days are long, but years are short. And that's a, that's a way to think about it. Isn't that true? A year. That's been a year on Blows the 11th of May. Yeah, and we weren't on the air to say anything. And so, and that's why I put that picture up there. I had Flounder, Max Flounder put that up there. Anyway, uh, so thank you, Tim. Also, a very nice note here and a cheeseburger money, a, a gigantic cheeseburger money from Blaine. Uh, says, Kim, repeat, Flounder, enjoy the show and commenting on YouTube show. I hope this helps you guys get a steak instead of cheeseburgers. Uh, send some stout. And she also sent stamps to help with your um, posting expenses best regards Blaine uh, thank you Blaine that's very sweet and one more and again a thank you note is coming uh, one more from our buddy Michael in Powder Springs and it's a, a monster a cheeseburger donation it says Kimmer what are you talking about paywall come on man she <laughs> Kimmer needs uh, in, intervention uh, it says thanks again for keeping us laughing uh, Mike in Powder Springs with a, a monster donation which was uh, very 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 thank sweet you. anyway thank you guys and your thank you notes will be in the mail later this afternoon and I'll put those right back here and over here and bing bang boom alright sir um, okay Oh, um, the Jane Fonda story. If you can get, you want to play that soundbite or should we just talk about it? We can play this. We'll get the soundbite quick. The other day, and by the way, well, two things. Uh, the other day in the newspaper, the Al Jazeera Constitution, which is, is getting, they're obviously weaning us from any news. It's all just feature stories. And I, I, I mean, it's just really horrible coverage of anything. But in the, in the Al Jazeera Constitution the other day, there was a full page color ad, full page color ad. The ad says, join us in celebrating abortion providers today. Abortion Care Network, ACN presents Indies Rock. And it's a free pass of a ticket for the abortion providers today. Without them, communities would be left without access to the essential health care they need. Abortion is health care. Independent abortion care providers are superstars. God, that's evil. I mean, you know, if, if there's evil. legal abortion, fine. Yeah, but yeah. A, a full-page color ad evil. celebrating abortion as health care? Evil. 
And, and I'm, you know, again, I don't, I don't know whether abortions justifiable <laughs> homicide or murder. I mean, I, you know, you have to answer for it. You either have, a, well, you, you you have faith in something, but I don't know. I mean, everybody's probably got a, 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 a. If you believe, if you believe a woman who got raped should be able to have an abortion, then you believe in abortion. Okay. Well, I'm saying. Anyway, so that with that as a background, the reason I mentioned it, it was that a background. Jane Fonda. First of all, Jane Fonda is 107. <laughs> Why is she even in? Anybody care to talk with her again? But we know the reason for that. She was on The View. And they were talking about abortion care. <laughs> and they were talking about how they could stop Republicans from preventing women from getting abortions and what should happen to those people. And here's a little soundbite, in case you missed it, of uh, Jane Fonda with her opinion. Besides, besides marching and, and protesting, what else do you suggest? Well, well it doesn't happen murder. overnight. It's not a miraculous... <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> murder. <laughs> She's kidding. She's just now, Don't say that. That's oh, you don't know. They'll pick up on that. And yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> They'll pick up on that. And for the for the record, um, Jane Fonda wasn't. She claimed later she was only kidding. It was satire, hyper hi, hyperbole, or whatever she claimed it, uh, which is bullcrap. Uh, you look if you saw her plastic face, and by the way, oh God, uh, oh Jesus, um, the term dried gulch comes to mind. <laughs> dried up old hose bag comes to mind. Anyway, um, uh, if she wasn't, if she was, she, she, she believes it. She would have no problem with people. You know, she, if, if, if she found out that somehow uh, the last 10 abortion care uh, pre- uh, uh, preventers were suddenly killed in a car wreck, she'd have a party. I mean, she'd celebrate it. She would celebrate it. Uh, she may not pull the trigger herself, but she would celebrate if they died. Absolutely. She wasn't kidding. And even and even that fat one said, oh, now they're going to cut. Uh, they, they meaning America. I mean, who can possibly think that that's clever, funny, or anything else? But again, this is, th- here you are. There they are. And, and my other thing is, Jane Fonda is literally almost 90. Um, wh- I guess the only people who would care about she, what she thinks are people on The View, which have the most nasty, they have, they have to be the most nasty, unhappy, unsatisfied, miserable, self-loathing hypocrites in, in one team ever in a group together. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Really, you think about it. Anyway, Jane Fonda, who's going to go to hell when she dies, and, 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 you know, because of the Vietnam thing and the pilots and the anti-aircraft gun and everything, and if you don't know all about that, shame on you, because you should. Uh, and she denied, by the way, the famous story was that when she was there to greet all the, PO, the POWs, the uh, American uh, fighter pilots and bombing pilots who got shot down and were prisoners, and she got to meet them and shake their hands. And the, 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 the word was that the pilots had slipped her notes saying, please call my wife with a phone number or, or whatever, contacts like that. Uh, and they slipped it into her hand as they were shaking her hand while she was going down the line. And the story was that when she got to the end and after it had all gone back, she gave the notes to the guards. In front of the yeah. prisoners. Yeah. Uh, she denied that. There, there's one story denial. Uh, frankly, uh, I'll bet she uh, was either capable of doing it or saying, uh, you know, the slip of me notes. I mean, I, I, I guarantee it. Again, she thought that she thought she was doing the right thing. She, that's what she believed. She was making fun of shooting down American pilots. Picture a video of her in the anti-aircraft gun. So, you know, please, you're killing me. So screw you. Go to hell. You're going to go to hell when you die. And frankly, uh, good riddance.
and, and I and I don't forgive, and I, it's not I don't care, you know it's not my nobody cares whether I forgive her for anything. I don't give a damn. But I remember the time when uh, a pilot was was when they used to pilots used to come out of the cockpit at the end of a flight to say hi to the crowd. Remember them? Remember those days when they were not locked in their little cockpit? When a plane landed, the airline landed, the pilot would come pilots would come out and shake hands or say hi, take pictures, give a kid some wings or whatever going by. And one time Jane Fonda was uh, she was on the plane and she uh, first class she was coming to the thing and the pilots kind of uh, put their heads down and kind of kind of turned away and she said oh Vietnam huh and walked out this back in the 70s anyway uh, I, I so, had one encounter with her after, really? after the, she was with Ted yeah and they had raised it one some something and uh, she was standing outside the locker room because she didn't want to be in there with the players where yeah, girls party and everything yeah and she was standing outside the locker room and I came up and had a nice conversation it was very pleasant and I, I just asked her well, are you not going to go in there and jump with the champagne and it's like she says no that's for the boys and stuff like that she's very pleasant and I'm sitting there thinking how weird how how surreal it is to be talking to someone that famous and that hated yeah. just timidly sitting out in the hallway waiting for her husband to come back out yeah. i know it was just weird i know uh okay, now, the cat is literally in the bag purpose. again <laughs> he's gonna get in that bag podcast trying to figure out how to get yeah there he goes the there you go to help him he knows what he's doing <laughs> Get in that bag. So you remember, what was it? It was last <laughs> Monday or Friday when you took the picture of Lucas in the, yeah, plastic, in the plastic bag? bag, yeah. Yeah, I sent that to some friends, and they were like, is he choking? Get that yeah, off of him. First oh thing, you go, oh, he's going to suffocate. He's, gonna, he's got uh, claws. Yeah, we're going to sit here and watch him choke. <laughs> yeah, we're going give to him, give him a grenade to play with while he's doing it. The paper bags. Okay, Lucas, have fun. Anyway. Everybody was asking me, you got a cat? <laughs> well, there you go. He got oh, he's in. in the bag. He got in. The oh, cat's in the bag. Oh, oh what a now the funny thing is, you grab it by the handles and you swing it around. That's, <laughs> oh, he'd probably jump if I went for it. I'm not gonna do that. He's think about it, you pick him, walk seven, around five. with him. Let's see if he does anything. Yeah. You pick him up. Hi, and see kitty. What he does. Hi, kitty. <laughs> <laughs> I picked it up. <laughs> Hi, little boy. I picked it up and he didn't jump out. Oh, he's getting used to us now. Oh, be darn. Just walk around with gonna it. try. It. Sorry, folks. You're literally listening yeah, to this on the air. Just walk around with it. See what he does. The flounder's got it. <laughs> He'd probably let you carry him around like that. Hey, little boy. Oh, he says, I was having... All right, let's get back to the show. Okie doke. Oh, God. Squirrel. (laughs) Sorry. Cat. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Oh, where's my uh, nasty girl up here? Oh, no. Where is it? Uh, Somewhere in here. Oh, here we go. I got it. Um, Speaking of liberals and how much we hate them, did you hear about the little... <laughs> uh, <laughs> little psycho teenage chick, I think just turned 20, Greta, the uh, thun, thun, Thunberg or whatever. Well, in case you missed it, one of the best headlines of the year so far over the weekend, I got this off of Twitter. One of the best headlines of the year. Greta Thunberg deletes 2018 tweet saying world will end in 2023 <laughs> after the world does not end. And so it is her famous tweet, a picture of her face. She deletes, oh my God, the world's going to end in 2023. And on that date, the world did not end on 2023. Greta, how dare you delete this tweet? Another failed global warming prediction. I love the way they put that global. Uh, guess she couldn't handle becoming a laughingstock. Poor Greta's finding out the Internet is forever. 
The world didn't end, and Greta's tweet is now deleted. Screenshots live on, though. Greta, politicians, and climate grifters have perpetrated a massive fraud on the world. However, the progressive left always doubles down on their cherished lies and never yep. admit the truth. Yep. Karen, Chicken Little, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. Greta Thunberg, climate crisis, the world is ending. Uh-huh, guess the egg did come before the chicken because it's all over Greta's face. Maybe in the next five years. <laughs> Unbelievable. The world was going to end in five years in 2018. You know what's funny? Unpacking all my stuff on that same vein, I found something I took a, called the death test. Remember that? No. It would predict when you're going to die. Oh, God. I took this in 2001. Yeah, 2001. Yeah. And it said that I was going to die. Do you have the the questions or the test? No. Do you remember what they were before you tell them? This is how old it was. It says, mark your calendar or your Palm 5 of when you're expected to die. Palm 5? Was that like an old uh, texting? My Palm Pilot? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's how old this thing is. Uh, It said I was going to die February 21st. 2013. I wish I'd found this. Jesus, are you serious? That day, what a day that would have been. You were waiting around all day for something to happen. uh, You know, I'm not going to give you mouth to mouth. I I was going to die at age 51, (laughs) and I would most likely die from a heart attack, 19%, cancer, 14%, electrolysis, 8%, alcoholism, 7%. Public execution in a third world country, six <laughs> percent. Oh, oh, wait a minute! Drowning, five percent. Oh, I'm throwing a <laughs> horrible flag. accident, five percent, and alien abduction, five percent. I would think you'd have more of a higher chance of, of dying in an accident than you would have being shot in some foreign country. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on. But you must, I mean, you must have to fill out, you know, if you oh, ever yeah. smoked or how much you drink or where you live or I think we what all your parents did. did. I, I, I'm trying. To, I don't remember ever doing Actually, it. Actually, 2013, we were not on the air back by that point no i was down in five actually 2001 we were we came back so uh, we would have 2001 november, november 3rd 2013 i think we all did this test oh i'll be damned God, i'm glad i didn't find this because that would have been a hell of a day yeah sitting around waiting oh 2001 we were on the radio i know that's when we yeah. took the test yeah, yeah. And we were on the air 2000 we weren't yeah, we were on not on february the air. No. Yeah, no we were on november 2013 10 years ago this year well, we came back. Uh, anyway, anyway, so they the read it. Now, uh, the podium princess is at it again. I mean, th- how many times can you embarrass yourself and, and, and literally not just re- resign in humiliation? This woman with her flopsy-mopsy cottontail hairdo and her 50 different rainbow color shades of color all over her eyes and ears and oh my god dear uh the podium princess she's black she's gay she's a girl well uh we do we have a little soundbite of her the other day she got torched again for her world word salad she's even worse than uh, carmelo the shiftless side piece vice president uh who ju- is just a giggling laugher when she can't think of what to say but this woman this this Podium Princess uh, Flopsy Mopsy is just a freaking embarrassment. Uh, she was talking about the border security issues and accused Donald Trump of gutting America's immigration system. 
Uh, anyway, see if you can figure out what she's saying here about who to blame for what. What we are going to promise is that we're going to do this. We're going to move forward with a with a uh, with this kind of system, this immigration system that has been gutted, really, truly gutted by the last administration. We're going to move forward and do it in a humane way. We're going to do it in a safe way, uh, and we're going to do it in the way that moves us forward. And so, what we have been seeing, what we've been dealing with, again, is trying to fix the damage that the last administration. Administration do did what we have done is we've ex- we've opened the path uh, to uh, yeah, we've opened the, the path to, to make sure that people have a way to um, to get you know to come through and do it in a legal pathway. I mean, my God! All of it lies. That's the spokesman for the American government. <laughs> Reactions. Uh, emptier words have never been spoken by anybody not named Carmela Harris. <laughs> <laughs> word salad. More words, please. Talking words. Uh, Ted Cruz. 40 seconds of total nonsense from Kaline Jaline Tatin about the border. How can she go on TV so often and be happy with an interview that goes like that? Uh, we've opened the path to make sure that people have a way to come through. Uh, they're not not—they're making illegal immigration legal by not enforcing the laws on the books. Uh, they're claimed that the president is opting for a humane immigration policy. What's humane and compassionate? About 880,000 deaths last year, 107,000 opioid deaths, 70% from fentanyl. Uh, 1.2 million known gotaways. It may be cartel terrorist people, rape trees, child sex trafficking. How many more deaths or rapes before you end this human path forward? What they call a human path forward. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, not even the White House press secretary can provide a clear defense of Biden's indefensible open borders agenda. Ta-da! I mean, what more can you say? And by the way, it's not it's not hard to believe because coming up, the president's schedule. Also, uh, a couple of uh, comedy things, uh, 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 fun things for you. But first in our other tease, uh, get off my back because you're ugly and you know it. And you'll never know I feel like telling you anything, so shut up. <laughs> but first, this reminder from Wise RV Glass. Why? What a great idea this was, by the way, especially during the pandemic that started a couple of years ago. What a great idea. If you have an RV, a motor coach, a camper, a vehicle like that, and you have any kind of a glass issue, the key is to get that fixed by not having to leave where you are. You get a hold of Wise RV Glass, and they come to you, and they fix any and all glass issues. Could be a fogged-up double-pane window. Maybe you've got one of those hard-to-find flat one-piece front windshields in SUVs and RVs and so forth. Uh, if you even a rear-view mirror or a side mirror or a rear windshield, and you're saying, oh, I'm not going to call them for a side. Yeah, 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 that's what they do. This is how they make their living. It's a business to take care of you so you don't have to go driving around or do it yourself. One piece windshields, anything in between, saving you time and money where you are. Here's a phone number. Give them a call. Wise, W-I-S-E, Wise RV Glass. Area 470-345-6521. If you talk to uh, Russell, tell him to say hi to Dad Carl, who uh, retired uh, a couple of years ago. A nice family business. On the web, Wise RV rvglass.com. Tell them the Kimmer Show podcast sent you, and we'd be uh, very, very, very grateful. Breaking news. Breaking news. Falcons have re-signed their punter. 
Oh, oh no. Yeah, so that's uh, in fact, uh, you want to do, do a little sports thing? Let's Final a, piece of the puzzle. Let, <laughs> let's do a little, uh, just a, a sports thing. I assume, you, I know you saw the story. Yes, sir. Of the ump of the game. I forgot yes. whether it was West, yeah. but the, game, the baseball game. New Orleans versus Mississippi Valley Mississippi State. Mississippi Valley State. Yes, Holy cow. And the batter is up, and it's it's one and one. Or what the kind of, aren't the bases loaded? Two outs or something? I don't know. It's one it and two, one. Or two outs. Anyway, one two count. outs. Okay. Uh, two outs in the bottom of the last inning with yeah. two outs okay and the guy's got a strike on him and then uh and then the pitcher throws a ball way down and away i mean really really pretty low and the catcher had to yank it way up high i mean the ump could have must have seen him yank it three feet up to pretend it was a strike the ump called it a strike the batter much to his stupidity started literally jumping in the batter's box complaining oh, he jumped up and down and hopped around and was you know oh my god i can't believe it was low as low as low so really showing up the ump yep really showing up the ump the next pitch came in three feet from the. I mean, it wasn't even close to the. <laughs> the catcher almost missed it Lunge. as the umpire rung him up. And <laughs> I thought there was going to be a fight. They had to hold him. They said, what? what? I mean, it was unbelievable. Empty benches are trying to. I mean, geez. And the umpire got suspended. Yeah, he'll, he'll never ump again. He'll never. I ump. mean, and I. <laughs> he, Eric Gray. Him. Oh man, I miss him. Eric Gray. No, I don't. <laughs> well, I don't Glad miss what he did, but I miss the controversy. Dead, yeah. Well, now they got who's that worst guy? That other new black oh, guy. Uh, yeah, C.B. Buckner and Angel Hernandez. Hernandez. Angel right, Hernandez. And they won't fire either one of them because they're minorities. Angel Hernandez. Oh my they're God. They're both horrendous. Oh. Uh, anyway, so I, I assume you saw that. Now, the, obviously, the kid should not have jumped no. around like showing him up. That was wrong. But for the ump to ring him up on, and, and end the game. Yep. I mean, that's what the, you know, it ended the game. Call three strikes, third he, out, you're He up. should have been more professional. And the coach and him afterwards should have set the kid down and said, Listen, right. you don't do this. Yeah, and the kid should have had to apologize and yes. apologize to his team and the other team and the fans. If I were, honestly, if I were that manager... I would have I would have had that kid uh, had some kind of PA announcement system or have him turn at home after the game was over go to home plate and address anybody left in the stands and apologize for his behavior. Well, they won't do that. I know they won't do it because that would be like what real Americans would do. Uh, anyway, I thought it was kind of weird. And uh, now, um, anything uh, on your mind off the top of your head on Holy Crap of Sports coming up later? Uh, just, you know, the Falcons have made a lot of moves today. It's the first day they can do it legally. Quarterbacks? But, uh, no, I no mean, Carolina, no, I mean, uh, but, but in terms of the NFL, Carolina, was it Carolina made the, uh, got Chicago's number one pick? Yes, sir. And they're going to take Fields, I guess, right? No. Fields is already. Oh, no, I mean, I mean, who's the guy they're going to take? C.J. Stroud. C.J. from Ohio State. Probably. Used to be our, wasn't he with us? No, he was not. Well, he, who was he? He was with Alabama then or something, right? No, he was not. Well, now, all right, now hold on a second. C.J. Stroud has only You're always been with Ohio Justin State. Fields, who ah, was at Georgia. Was, that's right. And, that, and then he okay. went to Ohio right, State, so, so and then he went to. C.J. Stroud will probably be number one pick. Go probably. to Carolina. Maybe. And then maybe. Now, who? If, they might trade him. Well, once again, yeah, again. they've got the pick. Now they've got to come up. Well, wow, this, this could be interesting. I mean, this could be pretty exciting. And now, what, do you think the Falcons are going to get up from number eight? Higher than number eight? Or I they, doubt they move up. I don't, I don't know how they can move. Do they have a lot of salary cap stuff or trade people or anything? they got a lot of money to spend. Well, maybe so. They've already and if they do, three or four players should, today. Should they get a, another defensive rush crusher oh, or a yeah. good, strong safety or a quarterback? People say Jalen Carter might fall to, to them. Would you pass up Jalen Carter? No, I would not. 
I'd slap him around and I'd embarrass the crap. I'd make him I'd go to the public and, and just me a culpa baby from day one and then show what he's got. I, I would take him. I think, I don't know, you know, I, 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 so, I, so, I so despise the, the lack of character. But again, he's a 20-year-old kid. He's a college football player, star, yeah. about to be a millionaire. Or is a millionaire. I guess he probably got NIL money or whatever. So know. anyway, whatever. So he's a 20-year-old kid. Uh, and I don't know whether black has anything to do with it, but he's, still, he's a 20-year-old college kid. And he's a star in the campus and a girl's love and all that kind of thing. And he didn't behave the way he should have as a, that a grown man would. So I can understand it. I've done, I've, I've embarrassed myself on things where I did not act like a man when I was 18 or 20. Well, that but they weren't a, life and death. But they weren't life and death. And I was in the Marines, so I was a little. You didn't I leave was, your buddy dying there. Yeah, yeah. By a long shot. So, yeah, I may, maybe not, Pete. I don't know. Honestly, I, I think, I don't know. I, I, I'd really have to. I think if he's there, they take him. I, I think, oh, I, my guess, I, I, whether I'd take him, I don't know. I, I guarantee they'd take him. <laughs> I, I guarantee the I Falcons will take The Falcons him. have never picked a Georgia player in the first round. Never. Yeah, but he's, I mean, he's an awesome yeah, force. But, but he's not 100% guaranteed. He takes well, plays off. He now, who's the other? There's one other uh, Alabama defensive. Is it Alabama uh, guy? Will Anderson. I would take yeah. him over a- yeah. anybody. There's yeah. another guy. Yeah. He's, anyway. the, he's the number one pick in the draft. Yeah. Now, any comments on uh, uh, what's the name? The quarterback signing for $60 million guaranteed uh, from uh, Vegas. And he went to New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. He's a stopgap. Yeah. But he's also but 34 or something. No, he ain't that old. Derek Carr's not that old. Didn't he? Anyway, whatever. No. Anyway, I just wonder any other uh, sports things in your top of your head offhand? Uh, we lost last night to Mexico. Oh my God! The the uh, World Baseball thing? eleven to four. Wow! And I, it was going to. We got this great team. No, we don't. We have a great hitting team. Yeah. Our pitchers aren't squad. Yeah. And, th- and I thought this before Kershaw said I can't go. Yeah. I, our, look at their pitching staff. It's a bunch of nobodies. Yeah, we're not really putting our. We had a guy from teams. San Diego that I yeah. never heard of yeah. last night. Yeah. Well, that's what you get. I, I've I've never paid any attention to this World well, it's Baseball game more thing anymore. Every, it gets bigger every time, and it's getting yeah. it's massive this time. Let's put it this way: Phoenix and Miami don't have people go to baseball games recently, yeah. And the stadiums were packed, yeah. Because so it just shows you Miami is a great baseball town if you quit dicking the fans yeah. around. Yeah, and that that is the closest thing to the Atlanta Spirit Group and the Thrashers yeah. that any other sport has is the idiots running the Marlins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you, Bink. Binker, Bink, the Binkster. The Binkster. They gave us uh, three Binkerizer. cheeseburger money. Second best damn podcast in Atlanta. Thanks, boys. <laughs> I'm hoping he meant yours as being the first. Or maybe he's got his own know. Bink. Do we know a guy named Bink has a I've podcast? I've never heard of Bink. I don't know Bink, but I'm guessing that you're probably we pretty don't know Bink. happy with yourself. I don't know Bink. <laughs> you don't know Bink. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, President showers with daughter is added again. Uh, he has now left. This is last week. Left for his 309th day of vacation. Unbelievable. Can someone explain actually what he does? He works a three-day week. He leaves Thursday night or Friday morning, goes to the beach or the beach house, or the other house in Delaware, and comes back Monday night or Tuesday, and he works three days, and they say, oh, he's always working, you know. <clears throat> uh, did you know that, and I, there's a picture of it on, on Twitter, there's a picture in Russia of their facilities to take care of dementia patients. 
They are using Joe Biden's picture as their poster for the dementia <laughs> locations in Russia. Well, they probably take him to Delaware, put him in a wheelchair, yeah. and roll him out to the window yeah. so he can stare so at the water. See what's going on. See and he uh, sits there for three days. Yeah. See people feeding the pigeons and stuff, yeah. playing with their dogs on the beach. Uh, RNC, Biden retreats to Delaware for yet another weekend vacation. His 67th trip to Delaware since taking office. 309 days, 40% of his presidency is vacation. If Trump had done that? 40% of his presidency is vacation. Banks are failing. Groceries unaffordable. Cartels control our border. Fentanyl flooding our streets. Joe has led a drastic decline by putting America last. How much more damage will he do in the next two years? He should have been impeached over the border alone. I mean, this is unbelievable. This is, this is not incompetence. This is no, a this design. Is, this is how they're yeah, doing it. I was going to say, did you, he, he didn't come out and say something till this morning. This this bank failure happened Friday at noon. Yeah. And he didn't come out and say something till 9 o'clock this morning, and he didn't take one question. Well, I was going to say, he read his answer, and, then went and straight I from promise the door. you, he had no idea what he was saying. Did you see how bad he looked this and morning? He, yeah, he left. He left me. Wouldn't answer any questions because he can't failure. answer any questions. A bank failure yeah. in the United and a States. Yeah, <coughs> yeah, I know. Uh, not good. Not. Uh, not uh, it's good all my plan too. You can't replace the system. You can't have a great reset unless you destroy what was there before it. Well, exactly. That's what why they doing. stopped the pipelines and they stopped to sell, sell off our oil per, uh, gas reserves. And so, I mean, it's, it's on per design. Open the border. <laughs> let everything collapse. Oh, my God. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Have we got a, a bunch of things here? Um, uh, should we do, uh, do a little Don Rickles? Uh, Flounder found this the other day. It showed up somewhere on uh, the internet. Oh, yeah. I just found it. I just found it. Oh, no, no. Well, well, it reminds me of the time uh, when I was uh, when I was on my R and R. My uh, starter wife and I went to Hawaii for my five day or whatever it does break in 1968. And among other things, we saw Engelbert Humperdinck on uh, in concert in Hawaii, and we saw Bob Newhart. Uh, who was one of my favorite all-time comedians. I used to memorize all his uh, records uh, from the 70s. Uh, and also uh, one of the big stars back then, which we all got a big kick out of and, and was kind of the showbiz type guy, was Don Rickles. And Don Rickles, was, yeah, I tried hockey puck. He was, you know, the short, bad, uh, bald uh, squat guy uh, with the, you know, rat-a-tat uh, delivery and uh, lots of insults and so forth. And uh, Flounder came across this the other day, and it's fairly short, and it's just an example of what he would do when he would get to uh, places like Vegas or uh, Hawaii or concerts and so forth and how you would uh, react to the crowd. This is a long night. <laughs> I look around this room and this is the home of the blacks. <laughs> the blacks. And I see three. And I, uh, God bless you black people. I love you. I really do. Uh, as you're laughing here, I'm sure one of you guys is up in my hotel room robbing me. Black guys. <laughs> I love how we do that. They turn around and look at the orchestra yeah. and go, is he smiling? Yeah, right. Is he smiling? And I, <laughs> I, and I saw him do that. And part of that, I think it was the same concert. I remember this from like 40 years ago when I saw it, uh, was he said, he said, ladies and gentlemen, I would also like to know, as you know, I'm Jewish. Uh, and in the world today, and you know, it was in the 70s, in the world today, uh, we have a lot of trouble over in the Middle East. And he said, I just want you to know, 
in the audience today, uh, tonight, are uh, gentlemen, with Jews, uh, uh, gentlemen with their headdresses on from uh, Saudi Arabia and uh, Qatar and so forth. Gentlemen, would you, just to show we all get along together, you're, you're enjoying the show, please, gentlemen, stand up, stand up, play like that. And they stood up and they go, open fire, open fire! It's like that, and people are yelling and screaming. But, he, you know, you couldn't even joke about things like that today. And Don Rickles, I guess he's still alive, too. And he no, had, Don Rickles has been dead die? for years. Has he? How about Bob Newhart still with yes, us? Yes, he's still right? with Okay, that's what I was thinking of. Anyway, so there you go. Well, the good thing about Rickles, he was doing all his stuff till the very end. Yeah. He, he, did, he didn't compromise. Well, either some of them did. Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, and who was who we just lose also who never, uh, who kept, anyway, I can't think of it, whatever. Uh, speaking of death, now you tell me. Researchers have found that Long-term evidence proves that if you just actively monitor your prostate cancer, you just have to monitor it. You don't really have to get all that surgery and radiation, so you don't have to worry about well, becoming impotent or incontinent or things like Wait, that. You're supposed to finger yourself? Monitor it, yeah. If you monitor it, it's not really a thing. To, Still there. Okay, now, first of all, uh, the prostate cancer. It is true that if, if all men lived to be 100, all men would have prostate cancer when they died. They may not know it. My father had prostate, got prostate cancer when he was 86. And the doctor said, well, I'll give you a couple of pills and you're not gonna get surgery at the age of 86. What's the problem? You know, you could live 10 years with it and it's no big deal. Uh, which for most slow growing prostate cancers, uh, that that's pot, partly reasonable. The problem is, if you have a fast one like I did, mine exploded outside the the image of the gland itself. So we had to act fast because it was a it was a fast mover. It was up very high on the active chart. But anyway, uh, but but um, and I had uh, not only the surgery but also the chemo and the. Uh, uh, radio, five weeks of radiation every day, which wouldn't be a big deal. I, I didn't really care that much about it. But it definitely messes you up. And now they're saying, well, if you just kind of keep cool on it, you don't really have to get all that stuff uh, because it might really mess you up. And I remember the one of the first things they told me, said, well, after you got treatment, they said, now, for a while, at least for a while, make sure you don't cough too hard or sneeze too hard or laugh too hard. Because if you do... <laughs> You may have a little something come uh, flying out somewhere that shouldn't <laughs> of your, uh, you know, your thing. Anyway, I'm just saying. You, you mean a, it was a whole thing. A shart? A shart. <laughs> or, or a pee. But you, you could, you could, you know, could take, take a little pee. Uh, and, and again, if you've had prostate cancer, if you get a warning that you need to have to do something, do it. Don't, don't say, oh, I can wait till we get home. No, 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 no. <laughs> so anyway, so basically, put the pins on. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, don't be messing around with anything. <laughs> uh, but. I was lucky. I got, I got. I came out way better than most. Um, a couple things. Atlanta's mayor has announced the appointment of the brand new equity chief officer for the city of Atlanta. The chief's chief equity officer, a senior level cabinet position, will uh, work to prioritize equity, social justice, diversity, and inclusion. Wow, we finally made it in Atlanta. It's communism. Communism. That's like right out of the Soviet or the French Revolution. Remember, thank God, finally, you black people have a chance to come <laughs> out the same as those white people. I mean, think about it. You're black. You can't really get the same breaks or whatever. You know, you're not going to get the same in oh, school. But now they're going to make sure that you're the same as those white people. God what, bless you. I mean, you must be so why? proud to know that, uh, hey, I'm black, therefore they're going to make me equal. Why would a black person in Atlanta 
want to be equal with white people. Oh, they're way the black high, people more important Atlanta since yeah. the seventies. Yeah, white people have no say what's going on in Atlanta. Since well, since very Peter little, Jackson. they're uh, the minority. Yeah, again, I, uh, Sam Massell was the little Jewish yeah, mayor of Buckhead, mayor of Atlanta when I got here, and replaced by Maynard Jackson. And that's and the, ever uh, since then, yeah, been the ball Just game. passed the baton to one crook. <laughs> one well, Bill another. Campbell, another crook, went to prison. Another carpet tried to crook. tried to pick up my wife. Asshole. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and I used to drive by my house in Brookhaven to see if he could spot her at the pool. I think, but anyway, um, wait a minute. Well, hold on. You said that about the other guy uh, too. They all, yeah, yeah, uh, the one. You every, okay, every black politician in Metro Atlanta <laughs> drove by your house. They did to see if your wife was outside. Well, they saw her once, and they never forgot uh, okay. it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, right. uh, speaking of uh, kink, um, the uh, military academies have reported that sexual assaults are way up again. First, I don't believe how anybody lets this happen, but here we go. Overall, like 20% jump in rapes and molesting and assaults, mostly by the Navy, had double the number they had the year before. Uh, from touching to rape at all the schools, they say booze is pretty much a factor. The Naval Academy reported 61 rapes or assaults, Air Force Academy 52, West Point 42. And the first thing I thought of, was, I'm not really, you know, when they say unwanted touching or whatever, you know, the guy, if, if, if guy's with a cadet girl and cadet guy and they're at a party and they get drunk and he tries to feel her up or something, I mean, that's, that's bad and it's one thing. But still, I, I don't understand how the military academies could let any of this happen. If, the, if, if any of this happens, you're out yeah. and you go right into the enlisted service. You know, if you if you if you if you, if you go to the Naval Academy, my understanding is if you go to the Naval Academy uh, and you flunk out, which a lot of them do, you're in the Navy. You still have to serve six years of reserves or something, even though you're not an officer. I, I, I don't know what the what the goals are now, but even so, I can't. If I were if my, if I sent my daughter to the Naval Academy or the uh, West Point or whatever, or Coast Guard or whatever, uh, and, she had, and she was raped, I'd want to know how the hell it's possible that under military discipline, that women who go there to be in the military can be so disrespected or disregarded that they would allow to be raped, that it could even happen. Anyway, I, I don't, I mean... It sounds like they're the mili- tougher. I don't see the military. They're tougher on DUIs than they are on rape. Well, I think I, I think they're also lowering the stand. I think I, I think they can't. You know, the army's way down, like forty percent enlistments or something. And Good. I don't blame them. And I, I'm sure the Marines are down too. Who'd want to join now after what they did in Afghanistan? I didn't even no. remember talking about much about what Afghanistan thing. But and, and I hope those families sue all those generals who made those silly milly. The, you can't sue the, that. The, God, pedicure the general. Uh, anyway, okay. But, but if you protest outside their house they'll lock you up yeah right exactly well they did that the kid who uh, the, the high school kid at a catholic school complained that he was protesting to say that uh, there's a difference between men and women and he got arrested that was canada wasn't it uh, i think so yeah but again it was a, a, a christian catholic compl- got arrested for saying men and women are different and he was they was disturbing the peace of the people who don't believe that so they arrested him took him away <laughs> oh my God! Um, all right, hold on a second, dear Abby, and birthdays and uh, Pete's got. I think you know some here you wanted to mention before. Or are we all caught up on you? Everything? No, no whatever. No, uh, but first, I want to uh, brag about my buddies that swap my whip. I mentioned my car thing the other just a minute ago. I had to make some calls. Swapmywhip.com. What a great idea this is! If you're driving along and you've always wanted a '89. 
Camaro or so whatever, and you see one, you go, oh, man, I've always wanted that car. Go to SwapMyWhip.com, and you might find like-minded car owners with a car that they've had for a while and like, but they're ready to trade it for something. If they can find something they've always wanted, and maybe you're driving it, or your buddy is, or you get in touch with them, and they say, I've always wanted a so-and-so. Make your own deals. There's no uh, car salesman. There's no dealership. There's no middleman. It's all right there, right in front of you, and you might find what you've always wanted and make your own deal. What a great idea. SwapMyWhip.com. Whip, of course, another colloquial phrase for a car or a ride. And it's not just cars, uh, trucks, SUVs, boats, jet skis, off-road vehicles, ATVs, uh, go-karts, probably fancy bicycles, maybe electric scooters. If it runs and rides, the chances are you can make a deal with it. Check it out yourself. Use the coupon code KIMMER, K-I-M-M-E-R, for 180 days of free premium listings on SwapMyWhip.com. Uh, let's see, a quick Dear Abby. I, I like to read Dear Abby things occasionally, and this is what I had today. This, I, I've, and I wonder whether this is a, a fake, but it scares the crap out of me. And, I, and again, I've, we, we talked about this last week. I would, no, I would no longer be a 20-year-old today if I had a choice. Would you would you like to be a twenty year old today? This Knowing what I know now, yeah. Well, if you well, if you go back. back, pretend to go back to high school, oh, sure, yeah. But, but I mean, if you all right, let's say twenty four, yes. you're out of college today. Would you like to be twenty two or twenty three today? I don't know. I, I, I maybe if I was brought not, up with it, maybe, know, but not really. Not knowing, not without knowing what you know yeah, now. Yeah. Why? Why would you? you this I, is your life. Yeah, I know. I know. Anyway, th- this is what bothers me about uh, this. May be true, and it may be a thing because of what modern society is doing, but lack of standards and whatever else is going on. Social media. There's got to be cell phone social media stuff. Dear Abby, I'm a 14-year-old freshman who had an abortion last year. I'm not sure who the father is, and I don't want to go through that again. I want to get birth control, but I'm afraid my parents or my older brother will find out they would kill me. I already have a bad reputation, and I don't want a worse one by having someone find out I was pregnant. What would be the safest way for someone my age to get birth control? I know you'll probably say no sex is the best, but I enjoy it too much now. It's like a habit. Please help. Grown-up girl in Rhode Island. 14. Already had her first abortion. Dear girl, I have never heard of a girl in this country being killed just because she's had sex, so your fears about your parents doing that may be overblown. Uh, that seems like kind of a stupid first response. How many times do you hear about these honor killings? Yeah, I know. Well, in America, somebody have been in America, but still. It happened, it happened recently, yeah. People who come here from, you know, Saudi Arabia, whatever. Anyway, I've never known a country, so your fears may be overblown. I think that's the wrong first answer. She continues. Your mom may not be thrilled with the news, but she won't kill you. You need her and her her guidance capital letters you need her and her guidance if you continue on the path you're on you having sex with multiple boys you may have more to worry about than becoming pregnant again some of the sexually transmitted diseases around today could cause you to become sterile at a time when you may want a child an organization called Planned Parenthood can provide you with birth control it can also inform you about STDs how to avoid them because you feel you cannot stop yourself from having sex contact Planned Parenthood as soon as possible so she says go to Planned Parenthood 14 year old girl they'll give her a lecture at 14 I mean I don't know if they still do that they did back in the day when yeah I I don't know I don't know what to tell you of course, we but were, even the, even we the were thought 17, of it, 18. the very freaking thought of it, 
And again, it reminds me, uh, is, this, is this still International Women's Month or uh, Month of the Woman? <laughs> I, think it's still, I think it's still Women's Month or something. I'm not sure. I got They've confused. They've had their time of the I month. got confused because International Women's Day was when they made a man uh, woman of the year uh, for the, at the White House. Uh, but it reminds me about sometimes just communicating uh, from uh, female to female can be very, very difficult. Yeah. Uh, for example, and speaking of young girls who are being uh, sexually active, uh, conversation, very famous conversation between a mother and her 18-year-old daughter, and the young girl says, Mom, I've been going out with our longtime next-door neighbor for a while now. The mom says, Honey, he could be your father. The teenage daughter says, Mom, when people are in love, age doesn't matter. The mom says, No, no, honey, you misunderstand. He could be your father. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Just communication issue. <laughs> You've done that a couple times. Well, I did that a couple of years ago. Uh, of course, you remember everything. I got the data. Let me give you the data on that. I think the data on that right. was 2021 or 20. I think I can't remember. Uh, anyway, uh, so my birthdays of note. William H Macy, 73 years old today. Wow. Uh, Dana Delaney. I used to like her on oh, uh, yeah. China Beach and all those other. She's done a lot she of was things. Was in Tombstone. Yeah, uh, but China Beach was thirty years, forty years ago. No, maybe probably eighties. I guess probably nineties. Right? Nine, was it nineties? God. I, I, Dana Delaney, sixty-seven. Common, who is I've never I've seen him, but I don't know what he's a singer. A he rapper, was in Hell on Wheels. Yeah. An actor, not a very good. Actor. He was in uh, one of the the John Wick. One of the John Wick. Oh, is he the, oh, is he the, the guy behind the counter? No, he's the black the guy. Killer. He's the black guy who go when, uh, what's the hot chick's name who's in the, the third movie. one? Yeah, okay. Have you ever yeah, seen John Wick? I haven't seen any of them. Who oh cared? Well, whatever. I, I, I know who you mean now, yeah. The, it was going, isn't yeah. he a rapper? Wasn't he first a rapper? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Bald guy. All right, uh, Neil Sedaka. I always thought he was gay. Neil Sedak is a family man. He's 84 years old. Yeah. And he talks like this. And he sings like this. He's very goo-hoo. Neil Sedak has... Uh, <laughs> he's not talks like this. <coughs> I'm Neil Sedak. And whenever I'm in Atlanta, I never miss the Kimmer Show podcast. <coughs> uh, Neil Sedak is 84 today. I, uh, he wrote 500 songs including for every group you've probably ever heard of. And Neil Sedaka's first group was the Tolkens, who sang The Lion Sleeps Tonight. That one. The Lion Sleeps Tonight. Thank you. He was with the Tolkens. Danny Masterson from The 70s Show is 47 today. Allegedly. Oh, what? He's a rapist. A rapist? Yeah, that's right. He's not working anymore. That's right. He's been on trial for like nine years. How long has this thing been going? Yeah. Uh, Adam Clayton from U2 is 64. Coco Goff, remember her, the little tennis chickie? She uh, became real famous like at 14 or something. She's, uh, she's, I think, won another tournament. She's been uh, kind of lacking wins for a while, but she's back in the news. Tennis star Coco Goff is 20 today. The luscious Michaela Schifrin, 28 years old. She won. She finally set the record, won, the, won her uh, event. And, uh, God, she's a good-looking woman. She's got to be all rock-hard muscle, though, you know it. No, I, I just, I, you ever, you ever, yeah, you ever, oh, uh, well, a rock, my, I mean, well, a rock hard jock athlete, muscle girl. Well, uh, the closest I came, uh, they, you know, my high school sweetheart, you know, 
didn't she didn't work out or wasn't very yeah. athletic or anything. Joined the Navy. Yeah. Went to basic. For how long did they go? Six, eight weeks or uh, something? In Navy, probably eight weeks, maybe two. In Orlando. Or yeah. Came back. In the shape of her life, it was like oh, it was like a different. Well, really, it was. It yeah. was amazing. And did you uh, jokingly notice about you oh, know about yeah. soft she curves was, as opposed waiting, to hard rock curves? Now she was waiting for me to, to notice, and it was yeah. like very quickly. Yeah. Oh my God. I almost, I I've, I had one date with a, a girl weightlifter once because I put an ad in the paper. I was looking for a, for dates, and I described myself <laughs> of and I I, I liked uh, you know petite athletic whatever I forgot what spinners. it said but spinners spinners uh, and this one girl replied and said. That she uh, she enjoyed lifting weights and she was athletic and she did love to that to go with canoeing or whatever it was and she showed up and she was about five three and one seventy or something I mean she was a brick fireplug <laughs> oh so that was pretty funny um, Gucci 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 do you know who, you ever heard that sound Gucci Gucci Charo Flounder have you ever heard the name Charo Gucci Gucci the Gucci Gucci girl is she a fi- yeah, uh, no. You I, should Google her. You'd have fun Googling her. Charo. She's a famous guitar player, isn't she? She can, yeah, no, she no. plays yes. Well, she actually she did. She does. She was on one of the reality shows. Oh, boy, that's the last way anybody my age would remember the name of the girl Charo. <laughs> that's but, true. With uh, the uh, 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 Vince Kuga, Kuga, Xavier Kuga, Xavier Kuga, yeah. Kugat Kuga, uh, who was a 85-year-old band leader, uh, band-leading hound dog in Hollywood. She was what, and Charo was like 18, and she was from Argentina or Colombia or someplace in Tijuana, uh, and she was a hot blonde, like looked like Bridget Bardot, almost oh, flashy yeah. blonde, big boob. And she and she was all just everywhere, but like Carmen Miranda. And she could play the guitar. Uh, but she was known just as a side girl, a, a celebrity who was showed up with Xavier Cougat, but it's a band stuff. Anyway, Charo is 72 years old uh, today. I thought she'd be way older than that because she'd been around for 60 years. She was young. Uh, a couple of historical notes, if you don't mind. Um, 1997, I just saw a special on this the other night. The mysterious Phoenix Lights. Have you ever heard of that? Thousands of people, including the governor of Arizona in 1967, saw these astounding V-shaped light patterns over the skies of Phoenix, Arizona. And it was clearly not a government you know, test plane or uh, balloons or something. It was UFOs like crazy. And I just saw on one of those uh, famous mysteries hosted by the black uh, 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 guy who went to prison for Lawrence. taxes, Lawrence uh, Olivier, and what, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne. Um, and he did, the, he did did the one on the Phoenix Lights, and I just watched it again, and they still, you know, haven't proved Wait one thing the other. Wait a minute, he went to prison? For I thought he went, didn't he go to prison for tax evasion? Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes, You same, really same are thing. getting your black same guys thing. mixed up <laughs> Well, the brothers, you know. <laughs> I'm trying. I got that little oh, name boy. thing. You know, I got the names wrong. Um, 1942, the beginning of the Canine Corps. And uh, our friend Denise told us this is Canine Veterans Day. Good. This today, 1942, was the beginning of the Canine Corps for World War II, training dogs to carry messages, scout dogs to warn of the enemy, and prove man's best friend is there with you. 1925, the Butler Act goes into effect, banning the teaching Butler. of evolution in the Tennessee school system. It stayed on the books in Tennessee, not teaching evolution, stayed on the books till 1967. <laughs> God. 1948, historians call this the last of the Old West. A mountain mining town called Bingham Canyon in Utah is the last town in the Old West to make it illegal to walk around with a gun unless you have a license. 
the, every town in the Old West would let you have a gun. The last one to prevent it was in 1948, the mountain town in Utah, where all of a sudden now you had to be like everybody else because, you know, we weren't the frontiersmen anymore. Uh, 1660, this is an important date, 1660, this white supremacist nation passed a state law limiting slavery in the colony of Virginia. So there, banning slavery in 1660, Virginia. Didn't take. Well, it didn't take that well, but at least they tried. But they did it. They nope. said, we're not here to have slaves, you know, so they banned it now. Unfortunately, on the very same day, that was 1660, on the very same day, 205 years later, Jefferson Davis signed a bill that allowed slaves to be used as soldiers for the Confederacy for the cannon fire. So, uh, <clears throat> 1988. Porn star John Holmes died of AIDS. Holmes was 43. The king of porn back then appeared in more than a thousand films. Skankalukalated at least 10,000 women. John Holmes dropped out of high school to join the army. He served in Germany and he died in a veterans hospital of AIDS. Holmes was married for 20 years to the same woman. His wife Sharon saying she never saw any of his movies, but she said, well, the money was good. <clears throat> he used to get back then, he used to get $2,000 a day. In 1981, John Holmes was charged with killing one of the four people murdered at a party house in Los Angeles, uh, something canyon place there. But a jury found him not guilty. Uh, John Holmes did spend 111 days in jail, though, for contempt because he refused to identify the killers for fear they'd kill him too. I remember in the movie about him, they showed them, I mean, that was so, whew. Uh, man. And anyway, he, uh, this was the day he Kimmer, did it all. Yeah. Are you tired of arriving to surprises at your weekend cabin? Well, it's a, I hate it, I hate it. I can't get anything done. I don't know what's going on up there. Maybe something's not locked. Yeah, Have a mountain home you're having trouble maintaining? I am. We'll call North Georgia in tendency. We can manage your North Central Georgia vacation, weekend, or rental house so you relax at yours. Visit us at ngaintendency.com or call 770-595-6664. That's 770-595-6664 for NGA Intendency. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Ballou here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest 
largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Now, tell me about your new house. Are you all unpacked? And, uh, no, I'm not even close to be unpacked. We're talking years, decades of stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. That I've got to go through and give away and put in different packages and, and collate, and it's just it's I'm actually, overwhelming. It was what I'm it is. actually thinking of doing some kind of a... Of a uh, start doing flea it market. now. What do you call it? Not a flea market. What do you call well, it? Well, no, it's like... I mean, wait, sell like, all your crap. That, or, I mean, start going through it. But like Pete said, do a box a weekend. But I, you know, I don't know what, I've got stuff I've had my whole, I've, I've you know, trophies. If Who cares about my trophies? Well, well the, th- the first thing to start on is go through the box. What do you want to keep and what don't yeah, you want to keep? Know. Yeah, I know. I, I, just throw away the trash. Yeah. If you don't start now, you're going to have to do it in a rush at some point in the future, and you well, don't want to do that. Well, I'm just hoping my uh, when I die, my kids will have to go through all of it like I had to go through my pair of stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> my father, I mean, he must, in his desk, he must have had 400 pens. I know. I mean, I, I mean, you know. I, know. <laughs> I have more dishes. Oh I will God. never use all these dishes. <laughs> but I won't get rid of them. Oh, my, I've got uh, pots and pans I've never seen in the back of the room. I, I, I mean, have I, knife I could, collections. I could fulfill a whole. <laughs> knife collections. Never been opened. <laughs> I've got an expensive case of steak knives that are so fancy, my daughter Jennifer said, oh, God, I wish I could afford ones like that. They were a gift from my mother 60 yeah. years ago. And Wolfgang they're like Punk. the famous stainless Something yeah. special, you know, probably four hundred dollar, you know, steak knives. <laughs> My mom wouldn't throw stuff away. She she wasn't a hoarder, but she would organize stuff. She would. Yeah. And. Uh, when I my dad, when, when she passed away, my dad was going through her stuff, and he went through this one box, and it was every letter he wrote to her when he was in Vietnam, mm-hmm. and he had no idea that she kept them. My mother kept every one of my mm-hmm. letters from Vietnam. Both of them. All two of them. Yeah. Very funny. <laughs> Mom, but Mom, I, I'm I mean, leaving. Mom, kept, I'm coming home. She kept all those letters from Vietnam. <laughs> and you know, in fact, every you know what I saw something the other day. I was uh, was a feed several weeks ago, and I thought it was really cool. There was a picture on the Facebook page of a lamp. Of a, of a big, you know, lamp without the shade on it. Or maybe I made a shade on it. And there was a lamp, fairly good-sized lamp, like so. And it had things stuck on it. It had gum and a toothpick and a comb and a key and a dollar bill. And, I mean, it's just everything totally filled. Everything, every possible thing on that lamp was covered, the space covered, with some knick-knack object on the lamp. And the caption said, it was from a mother. And she said, I gave this to my son on the day he went away to college. This is everything I've ever taken out of his pants when he put the clothes into the laundry. (laughs) As a kid, growing up as a kid. And she saved all those things and glued them to a lamp to take to college of all the crap, toys, things he had in his pockets. As a kid, is that how cool is that? To be, you know, how much crap he probably took. Well, I know, but still, just uh, thinking of, I mean, if you, I, I thought, God, I wish, uh, what a great gift that would have been yeah. to your kid going away. You know what? I, I really, what? Not what to a, college, s- though. No, well, no. I, I mean, whatever. A birthday, 18th birthday, yeah. 21st birthday, or move, uh, for, first place they move into, first whatever. 
apartment yeah. or whatever. First house, yeah, first yeah. apartment. Here's a lamp. But again, I mean, but and again, there ought to be. Wouldn't it be fun to have a, a, a? Maybe there should be an app or something to say, "I need a good idea." You know, I got I got nothing, and I need I need a good idea, and have a place where you can get good ideas. It's called the internet. Should we start that? No. Yeah, but it's got to be an, an app. Like, need a good idea? Boom. Who's going to come up with these good ideas? I don't know. Not me, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I had my good idea right there. That it's was your it. turn. I, uh, I did, right? That was my good idea. Oh, God. Uh, anyway. Remember uh, last week we were talking about uh, William Henry Harrison? Yes, William Henry. And uh, Harrison and Tyler, too, or Tippecanoe and Tyler, and the too. the two-hour speech he gave for his inauguration. And, 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 yeah. He got a cold and died and from died. it. died. Yeah. They got a, a T-shirt out with his photo on it. And it says, has anyone seen my coat? Actually, never mind. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's something else I found in my pile of crap. Oh, boy. This is a story from 2005. Yeah. All right. The last great year. Uh, here's the headline. This is 2005. So it was 18 years ago. Yeah. French men yearned for pregnancy. Uh, Almost 40% of French men say they would like to become pregnant. Oh, not that. This is from Children's Magazine, by the way. 18 years ago from Children's they, Magazine. They'd like to carry one of their offspring to term. Oh, come on. So where you got to wonder where all this BS is coming from? It's been coming up for a while now. Several generations of men have been turned into beta males, basically. Well, we know that's true. Take a look at what's going on. Okay, here's a, you know, Larry Wax, good friend Larry. We remember Larry very well. Larry, yeah, that Larry one bad thing guys. he did, other than that, he's fine. He's, he's a great guy. <laughs> well, he did, I was good. We're not going to say I, what I, he did. I almost hit him. I ha almost had to hit him. But he didn't But he do. tried to make up to not, me. It's fine. Stop, I'm saying it's not. Larry's okay. fine. Larry is I not, almost hit him. Larry is a, he's not a Republican or Democrat or Libertarian. <laughs> Larry's a contrarian. He's a curmudgeon, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, like you would know. I would know. Uh, you would know. You would know. God, you're number one, Pally boy. <laughs> no, uh, no let's, let's take a poll. Oh, you are Who's way more of a bigger curmudgeon. Oh, my God. Every time I say it, well, nobody wants to hear that. I'm just correcting you. Oh, I'm my sorry. God. Anyway, <laughs> so Larry's on Twitter at a house of whack. <laughs> yeah. W-A-C-H-S. Yeah, whack. Every once in a while, I'll tweet something Don't and he'll step put down out. power lines, you know. Yeah, that's right. He'll put out a contrarian. An opinion. He will do that, yeah. Well, so I posted about the umpire. Yeah. Uh, oh, he, yeah. he could, he's, yeah, some, um, oh, he can make a contrary opinion of that yeah. issue. Here's, here's what he wrote back. Who cares? <laughs> Seven to three college game. I'll bet that fool kid will shut his mouth when he disagrees with the umpire next time. <laughs> well, that's true. To which <laughs> the responses were, that's a really bad take, dude. That's, <laughs> right. And one guy just wrote back, die. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, we just have a different way of looking at things. I don't, I don't get any of this. <laughs> uh, did you hear about the guy that got caught uh, stealing a calendar? Oh, uh, I wonder. Uh, I wonder what his sentence was. They got twelve months. Twelve months. I wondered what it was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you know, I used to be addicted to brake fluid, but I can stop any time. So I, you know. Okay, the Boston Bruins won the Stanley Cup in 2011. All right. They went and got liquor for the party. All right. Let me find the bill here. How much do you think the bill was? In 2000... Now, remember, hockey teams aren't very long. Ten years ago? Is that what you... Ten, no, 12, 12 years 12 ago. Twelve years ago. Yeah. 
They went out to buy liquor to celebrate the winning of the Stanley Cup. Stanley Cup. Yeah. Well, several hundred dollars. I mean, three, probably higher. Well, by thirty guys. Higher. Twenty. It's not thirty guys on a hockey well, team. I, well, I mean, just you can only play what you know, five at a time. All the right? people in the locker room. There's going to be more than ten guys drinking. I mean, it's you know the staff and the not, people and the coach. Okay. Oh wait, let's say twenty. 30. Hey, a, a, a couple of grand, at least a couple of grand. Higher. Well, I'm sorry, higher? Oh, higher. Uh, seven thousand. That's how high-low game plays. $12,000. Higher. $14,000. Higher. $21,000. Higher. $84,000. Higher. $166,000 was their bar. Was it Cristal by the case? Bacardi, Red Bull, Kamikaze, Goose, Jaeger Bombs, Crown, Cat Morgan, uh, Grey Goose, uh, more Bacardi. Uh, Jack, Jack Daniels, different kinds, Patron, Hennessy, Bud Light, Kurz Light, Amstel Light, <laughs> Corona, Heineken, Blue Moon, uh, Champagne, Ace of Spade, Moet Champagne, Ace Champagne. Moet. Another Moet or whatever. Yeah. It goes on and on and There's on and on. two different Moets, by the way. Go ahead. That, well, that, by the way, they, it was two, $2,000. The Ace Mag, a Magnum, yeah. was $2,000. I got two of those. What liquor store had all, it must have been five liquor stores. It was the MGM Grand at Foxwoods in Mashantucket, Connecticut. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a, it's a gambling yeah. uh, golf course area yeah. down there, too. It was $156,000. Willikers, that's a lot. That's just unbelievable. Yeah, that's not uh, normal. Uh, <laughs> okay, name me. Here, okay. The last time both participants in a World Series were making their first appearance in a World Series. The last time two teams or no, players? No, the, the last time that either one of those teams was yeah. making their first appearance in a World Series. Oh, How long first did they time? go before this happened? Uh, probably Miami is whole, whole time, whole, their whole uh, life. Okay. Uh, the first World Series was about 1903. All right. The first one where that happened was 1906, the Cubs and the White Sox. Every World Series since then has had at least one participant in the World Series before. In the past? I'll be damned. Yeah. So who's, not, who's out? Isn't that weird? Is everybody, has everybody been in the World the, Series? The Martins have won two. Has, have the Rockies? Who has, who, Rockies who went has to not, one, but they lost. Who hasn't won? Who hasn't, been, who hasn't who even has been, not the World been to, to a World Series? That would be, what do we have? Uh, oh, God, Diamondbacks have been. Have, oh, maybe the Angels. Have the Angels ever been? I don't yes, think the Angels. Yes, Angels won. They beat the Giants. They beat Barry Bonds and the Giants. Oh, that I was Dusty that. Baker. Remember the little yeah. kid at the home plate and all I was, that? I was, I was listening that to sports. That was 2002 because we were in New Orleans for a Falcons game when, when I saw uh, that. I, they were talking, uh, uh, some people over the weekend, some about, how about, uh, is, I think it's the Cleveland Browns have not the been Indians in the Super Bowl. The Indians have won a World Series. But the Browns have never been in the yeah. Super Bowl, no. Of course, they were one of the main teams before they called it the Super Bowl, but they were not. But they have not. Uh, I think been every in the Super major Bowl. league team's been in, right? I thought Tampa there Bay's were been in. Colorado's been in. Minnesota's been in. Atlanta's been in. Uh, Texas, Houston, I don't think has been in. What are you talking about? The Houston Astros are the world champions. Oh, I'm talking football. I thought you were talking about the We're NFL. talking about ba World Series oh, okay. Here. No, I, oh, I, I thought there was a focus. team that had not been in the World Series, and you may be... I can't think of one that has not been in the World Series. Milwaukee has, back when they were the... Yeah. By the way, there's a rumor that, that the Brewers might be leaving Milwaukee. Really? really? Yeah. A small hey, park? Can you imagine a Nashville or Charlotte having a team? Yeah, huh. I mean, those are two... I mean... Those are two big cities in the South. Yeah, I think they should definitely have. I mean, Charlotte has a great uh, minor league baseball yeah. team in their downtown area. Yeah, Nashville has a long history, too. Yeah. Either one of those cities would growing. handle it. 
Uh, uh, okay. In 1781 on this date, or actually it was yesterday, William Herschel saw what he thought was a comet, but actually he discovered Uranus. Oh, I remember that on your this very day. <laughs> that was the first planet discovered with a telescope. Every other planet was named by human eye. Oh. The first telescope seeing a planet they hadn't seen before was your anus. Your anus. <clears throat> Gross. Your anus. Was it next to the black hole? It was right next to the <laughs> expanding black hole. Okay. Shrouded, fur-bearing, carnivorous animals. We had three, three feet off the ground. They come in threes. Yeah. Uh, then I was, I was watching this. Uh, Jesus Alou, the youngest of the Alou brothers, Maddie and Felipe, yeah. passed away. Then a few minutes later, I heard that Otis Taylor died. That's right. I saw that. I read that. Great uh, Chiefs uh, wide receiver. Kansas City he Chiefs. He had the thing. He would jump up in the air and catch the pass. He it was, was really cool. Yeah. And then Bud Grant passed away. Minnesota Vikings. 95. Yeah. He was a funny he, man. He he. I don't think he ever smiled. Did he ever have a smile on his face? When they interviewed him afterwards, he had a great sense of humor, but he didn't well, show he was, it. Yeah. He was that stoic uh, Wisconsin yeah. Minnesota type yeah. guy. Well, he was perfect for perfect that. place for it. Perfect. All right, and the National uh, City Teacher of the Year in the San Francisco Bay Area yeah. as little uh, cutie, little uh, porky, little Asian chick uh-huh. uh, was arrested for oh. having sex with one of her underage boys oh. there. Oh boy! And then rearrested a few days later for child porn possession. Oh my! Well, yeah. she's Asian cutie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Arrested. Good that, kissers. Another yeah. Teacher of the Year award. Yeah, they have a little vertical thing going there. It's unusual. <laughs> They're all vertical. No, not the way I. You're talking about pupils, right? No, no, no yeah. Like they're, cats. I, no, no, I just they're they're. Uh, they're like cats. Their fingertips are all, all vertical. All right, we'll just move on here. Uh, find <laughs> us the bad text theater there. Yes, the last uh, while I read you the truly tasteless joke of the day. There this you is are. a good one. Uh, it may be a little blue, so you may want to watch. Warning the kids in advance. Here. Jack and Jill went up the hill yeah. riding on a donkey. Mm. Jill got off to help Jack off the donkey. <laughs> oh, hey, hi <laughs> The donkey's name was Jack. <laughs> no. Jack's name was Jack. And the donkey's name was off. I don't know. Oh, let's just keep moving. <laughs> Saturday, March 4th. Saturday, March 4th. Saturday, March 4th. What, what are you... Ed McMahon? Yes, I am. <laughs> may a diseased, no. may a diseased camel <laughs> leave a present in your dune buggy. <laughs> Molest your daughter at the prom. By the way, going through my boxes, I found two unopened <laughs> DVD box sets of the best animal bloopers on Johnny Carson. Oh, really? And the All best the, bloopers of Johnny Carson. Oh, no I'm, I'm looking forward to find my Xbox to slip those suckers those in there and watch. Bring them here. I can get them. Uh, I can get them MP3'd for you. Those were pretty funny. I have to think about that. Uh, March 4th, Saturday. All right, is this the text? Yeah, it's the grow older. All right. At some point, there has to be a... a so are you going to wife or the husband? Oh, no, we already did that one. Okay, oh, yeah. Maybe inter- no, no, we did that one, remember? The we, older... Uh, yeah. Then it's the therapist. We're the therapist and the patient. I'll be the patient. I'm the therapist. You're the therapist. <laughs> Your problem is you're obsessed with vengeance. Oh, we'll see about that. <laughs> yes. Hoorah! <laughs> 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 uh, we'll see about that. Uh, that's what you think. <laughs> nice family you got there. Uh, anyway, uh, God uh-huh. bless you.
Well, Kevin yeah. says that the, the reason that planet was discovered uh, with a telescope is because every other planet didn't have a telescope. Oh, thank you. Well, there you are. See? <laughs> thank you. And, and that's the kind of entertainment you get, people, with helping us out to keep this going. Uh, God bless America. Hoorah. Semperify. I got to go. You're killing me. And I just did the thing. I have a hurt bad hurt. Plug out. <laughs> The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Ballou here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.